The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Testing, testing, one, two, testing, testing, one. I'm in the middle, I'm, I'm, I'm walking, so I'm literally getting back home, but... but hello. Uh, hello. Hello. I'm here. Excellent. I know, isn't that amazing? That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, cool. Paul's oh, hobby jumping on and off to have coughing fits. Okay, you're very, very faint. Oh, dear. No, <laughs> it was nothing to do with having my mic on the top of my head. No, it wasn't, no matter what anybody says. You would never do anything even remotely like that. No, because it's silly. <laughs> hey, I hear traffic noise. Who's outside? Street? <laughs> Are we going for walkies? Yep. Ah, okay. <laughs> Eric, is this a good time for you to, like, hang up until you, until you get home? <laughs> well, maybe. Yes. Yeah, let me, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. some things I don't want to hear over the phone, and <laughs> one of them is, oh shit! <laughs> Precisely. Oh, yes. Good boy. What a good duty you made. Good yeah. boy. H- hanging up is good. We're not going anywhere. So go, go ahead and. Uh, right, I'll be. I'll be about ten minutes. I think. No worries. 10, no worries. 15. Don't rush. Sorry, I was running late and didn't realize how late I was running until. No problem. Okay. No problem. No problem. All right. Catch you in a bit. Yep. All right. Bye. You know, I have, I have my character, hello. I believe, done. Oh, oh hello. Cool. Hi. Hi. Oh, hey. What have we? What happened? I can't oh. find the hang-up. <laughs> dang it. Whatever. You put it in your pocket and don't listen to us. Let's just okay. get home safe. <laughs> I don't have a mute, so pardon any good boys you may hear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to... Okay. I, I got Mr. K there, then. Change. Do I? Yep. Did it? Strongo, Wallabaloo! There's Strongo. Right sidewalk. That sounds really busy out there. Another unique milestone in Gutter Skype's history. <laughs> <laughs> who, what, what other podcast has that? What other podcast has live street audio? How about live streaming <laughs> dog walks? <laughs> yeah. Nick, um, uh, Think of it as podcast ambiance. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've got audio from Mr. K, or do I? Yell louder, Mark Kinney. Apparently, I don't. Muted. Oh, oh, okay, good. I have, I'm I'm still eating I dinner, so I was muted. Oh, okay. So I never no do that or put the mic on top of my head. Never. So, never. Never. Ever. Ever. All right, very good. Sounding good. Sounding excellent. Nikki, you illin? Mm. I was around germ weasels all weekend, and the little buggers got me. Oh. Trying to fight it off. Trying. 
Is that is that? Oh, you you had soccer power no, germs no, no. too. Right? <laughs> I had I had the double whammy. Well, it was actually it was eleventh birthday party germs on Saturday. Oh damn! That <laughs> was filled with. And then Sunday was out in. Oh, you might have been rocks out in bucks. You're bro- you're breaking up awfully, awfully breaking up. That's oh. terrible. That's Damn a shame. boy. Wait a minute. Try. Okay, Zeke, left. Left. Yes. That's a Is that boy. better? Uh, <laughs> I, I heard better. That's better. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Bringing uh, Rock State Park, where you whack the rocks with hammers and they go ding. I'm wondering now. Am I getting? A, am I going to be podcasting an audio zero in on uh, Eric's house <laughs> here? <laughs> Somebody tells me we'll be editing. <laughs> that was our life. We, we could yeah, actually drop him from the stream. I could. Oh, yes, you hang. You know Do you what? You need to um, call us all back. Well, Eric was try- was going to, but uh, he was having difficulty finding the uh, the hang up button. But right, but if you hang up on all of us and then call us back, no, nah, I, I could just I could just uh, click on uh, click on Blind Geeks icon. Of Give How him the boot. How do I do that? How do I do that? Let me see. Hey, Eric, if you're listening, I'm going to be dropping you so that your GPS doesn't tell the world where you live. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Because <laughs> we're all coming out for trick or treating in a couple of weeks, Eric. Be I'm, warned. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't paying that close attention, but I'm hearing specific street names and directions and things, and I'm like, okay. Before yeah. I have to chop somebody chop else's it and things with peanuts <laughs> and almonds in it, okay? Huh? Trick or treating. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll all show up at his house for trick or treating. Boo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since we can find it now. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just about. I'm. St- I still want to. Uh, I still want to find. Uh, it, was it Zofor? Was it XO4 that uh, does the smoked meats? Yeah, and he's he's <clears throat> not too. F- he's in the same state, I do believe. He's, he's ah. somewhere in the Portland and then caravan area. around and just I'm drop go trick in or treat on. at his house and say, oh, you got any? Uh, what do you got there?" <laughs> well, for, he promised me smoked tofu, so yeah, I'll join this house. Smoked <laughs> tofu. Yum yum. I've had it before. It's mm. no. It is wow. what it is. <laughs> so uh, hey, you know what? This is mm. uh, oh, this is. Uh, I'm scared. What? You are. Yeah. Why would that be? Because it's Leopard Women of Venus time. And I followed the, the the advice in the book. You did? Yes. It tells you what to do to be a proper Fletcher Hanks game master for Leopard Women of Venus. And I pretty much followed their directions. And now I'm panic-stricken. <laughs> Lo and behold, you have a game. It wasn't very good advice, uh, to be honest. But I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. We'll see what happens here. But um there's an ounce and a half of shrooms and drink two and and put on your lava lamp and just roll with it. Wow. This is this is a shame, but it's really chopping up what um your You're audio. chopping up too. I heard something about shrooms. Shrooms <laughs> and lava lamp. And schnapps. Oh, shrooms, schnapps <laughs> and lava lamp. Wow. Why does the third thing have an S? <laughs> Oh, is somebody else crossing the street? <laughs> oh. Is that better? Uh, yeah, little tiny short snippets of sound don't get cut up. 
Mm. But anyway, hi, uh, there's been a, there's been a yeah. Hi, Andros. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, I think. Good. Okay, here we are. Let's see if I can change the picture. The results are what counts. <laughs> yes. For my, we're, we're doing pictures of our character, right? Is that Peter Ustinov? <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Complete with a knotted tie. I, I am I... not I... putting up a graphic of uh, Tawny Katane. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> That's on. Fine. That's fine. You know you want to. Put her clothes on. <laughs> I know that I can. <laughs> put a little pencil sketch in there or something. Little black bars in appropriate places. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Or just get an Indiana get an Indiana Jones shot and just replace her head with Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> no, that probably wouldn't work. <laughs> no, actually, that'd be kind of disturbing. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Yeah. How are you doing, Mister K? Uh, all right. You know, work is work, and everything else is tooling along pretty well. So, mm -hmm. keen. And Nikki, you were in soccer-powered germland. Eleventh birthday in a rock in a roller rink. I got eleventh birthday cut off in a roller Damn rink. Damn it! In a roller rink. That's yeah. That's what I was doing. And then Ringing Rock State Park, where you whack the rocks with hammers. Well, that's cool. They go, where, where is, I never heard of that. Where is that? It's like giant wind chimes. Um, in Bucks County. Um, a kind of almost... Oh, and, and I know what it is. Upper Black Eddy, I think, or Lower Black Eddy, Bucks County. Hmm. Kind of across and a little tiny bit north from Frenchtown. Is that where the Bucks County Playhouse is? And it was, uh, it's very odd. They really don't know why this thing exists. It's a, a boulder field that nothing really grows in a couple of that are just bound and determined have pr sprouted, but no other greenery. And the boulders are all in this big heap. There's no paths through them. It's just a pile. They don't know how they got there. It's not like other geological formations. Well, obviously it was an ancient alien landing field. That's what I said. Damn it. I think that it's like leftover wind chimes, like they broke the wind chimes and they left them. But Just, it is uh, kind of interesting because all the rocks are made up of the same stuff, but mm -hmm. some of them go thud and some of them go ping and they don't know why. That sounds like the singing bells by Isaac Asimov. I want, what it, I what want does it mean if wind they, chimes. What does it mean if they go bing? What's it mean if what? If they go bang. It means you got, got lucky, though it's... <laughs> He's back. Oh, damn, I think I just... <laughs> back. I'm sorry, Eric. It's giving directions again. I gotta drop you. <laughs> I, I what, saw he was online, and I had to... Oops, what you need home. for that, Nikki, though, is a troll drummer. Yes, you do. And, you know, it is funny, though. I... I I'll have to send you guys some pictures just so you can kind of see it. But it's been, people have been going out there with hammers for so long. You know, you can kind of spot the ones that go bing because there's all of these white marks from where they've been pounded on or pits mm. and divots for where that makes the best sound. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, but it's funny because I generally like climbing on boulders and whatnot. 
but not these. It, they were wicked to walk on. I did not enjoy it at all, but they were wonderful to sit down on. Isn't that strange? I just mm. think it all adds up to, you know, adding to the strangeness of it all. Mm -hmm. Did you take a compass inside with you when you went in there? Hell no, I'm never that prepared. Oh. <laughs> you know, just to see if it spins wildly or anything like that? Oh, what a good idea. Well, if I go back, I'll try that. That sounds very... It, it uh, reminds me of the Singing Bells, one of Asimov's mysteries. Who? Um, I'm sorry, you dropped... He had, uh, Asimov uh, wrote a bunch of short stories. They collected them in a, in a, in a book called Asimov's Mysteries. Mm. And one of them was the Singing Bells. Or the singing bell. I can't remember exactly. I think it's the singing bells. Mystery novel where a guy, uh, a criminal, gets away with, is about to get away with murder, a murder committed on the moon, mm -hmm. by having no alibi whatsoever. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He essentially, uh, he he has a, a an estate out in the. Am I going to? Hey, you know what? It's been out for more than f fifty years. So, folks, if you haven't read it yet. I'm sorry. You spoil it. Spoiler. Here. <laughs> Guy lives in uh, in his own little bunkered uh, mansion with no surveillance on him. No, he never leaves the place. He gets his his groceries delivered, and you know, he's just isolated, completely isolated in his home, and that's where he claims he was. And there was no way to prove that he didn't leave the earth. Hmm. But he's a, he was a connoisseur of valuable. Items and one of the valuable items that supposedly came from the moon, before of course we went up there because the story was written long before we went to the moon, are geologic formations called singing bells. Hmm. That aren't particularly interesting looking, but when you get them on Earth in an, in an oxygen atmosphere or whatever, a sound condu uh, conducting atmosphere, if you tap them, they make this unbelievably gorgeous harmonious thing. Okay, these might be the the crappy ones that they kicked off the moon because they're not been. that harmonious. <laughs> but it's or the prototypes. But it, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to read this story. Was it a good story? You remember it well. I remember it because it was one of the first Asimov books I ever got, and I was like 11 years old or something. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Shall I ruin it for you, or? Yeah, go on. Okay, so... You know, I, like, I, I prefer to be told than have to read it myself. They send him to this detective guy to, to see if... The, and this is one of those detectives that, like, never leaves the house. Oh, another Nero Wolf-esque sort of yeah, detective? Yeah, I think his name is Davenport. Mm. But anyway, he he, uh, he has one of these singing bells, which is incredibly valuable. <laughs> this is very valuable, and uh, the thief knows it. And they need to prove that he wasn't on the earth, so he, he's like... Hands it to him, and he makes this, and it makes the sound, and it's gorgeous and everything. And he takes a couple of steps away from him, and he, and or the other side of the room, he says, "Toss it here quickly." And so, and the guy just, you know, he barks out the order so quickly that the guy just, without thinking, tosses it, you know, mm -hmm. and it falls like, if it, it falls short by a third of the way, which proves that he was overcompensating because he had just gotten back from the moon having committed the murder oh. and would never have uh, missed like that on a valuable item like um, like a, a singing bell ooh clever Mr. Davenport that's that's like Agatha Christie style with science fiction thrown in ooh. more energetic Nero Wolf and the moon mm. yeah 
Have any of you all caught the two episodes that have been out so far of that new show, Elementary, yet? Is this another take on Sherlock Holmes? Basically, yeah. It's another m- m- Sherlock Holmes in in modern day, and they have Lucy Liu playing Joan Watson. And oh, it's I haven't actually heard of pretty, this one. It's, yeah, it, it just started. Uh, there were two episodes out. I think it got preempted by the debate last week. <laughs> but uh, it's... It's actually pretty good what I've seen so far. I, I've I've seen those those first few episodes. It's different enough from Sherlock, which is also very good if you haven't seen it. While nice. it's still fairly true to the whole <laughs> type and that, and it's hmm. So no, I didn't see it. I I did. I do now vaguely remember hearing about it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see it. You know, I'll never see it. Down uh, the road. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, uh, basically, in this one, Sherlock Holmes is in New York. Uh, he he had a little addiction problem back home, and he, he had a little what? Sorry, he dropped out. Uh, addiction. Oh yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And so he's getting off of all of uh, of, of that, and uh, Watson is sort of the companion that. Holmes' father hired to make sure that he stays clean. Uh, so that's huh. the reason for bringing her in. And it, and it, it turns Dropping out that out it, all over. Am I Damn. still? You are to me. Well, that's that's kind of too. That's too bad. So, but I think I caught. He has an addiction, but he's gotten clean, and Watson has been hired by his mother. His father. To, his father to like be his companion to guard dog him, babysit him. Pretty him. much, yeah, yeah. And is it still cocaine, or do they give him something else? I don't think they specified, mm-hmm. but they, um, but one of the of the New York cops knew him from his Scotland Yard days. Or, or, or from my home Scotland Yard days, he was he was over there on some Homeland Security something or other after nine eleven, and so he he has been bringing in Holmes to consult on things, and so they've got the whole setup there, and it's been pretty good so far. That's excellent. I got I'm behind on so much stuff. I don't believe yeah. you. I am. No, I don't believe you. You don't think so. No. I think you're exaggerating. Maybe you can tell me um, (laughs) then how do I add an audio file to be able to play like I did last time. You know. You know the last time I played an audio (laughs) file into one of our Skype things, conferences? Mm -mm. It was was, um, the fantastic song that that Blind Geek put together. That was a while ago. A while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Add file to the list. Where is... No, it's not under my music. Oh, bummer. Now where am I going to find it? <laughs> you know where you put it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, well, hey, you know what? You're right. You're right. I do. Yes, you do. So I'm going to... Uh... All right. Good. There's one. <laughs> now I can add another. It's okay. Everything's fine. I have complete and utter faith in you. As as well you should, because I am nearly flawless, nearly flawless. Utter and complete faith. That's me. 
And one final thing here. Here. Okay. <laughs> Play music locally, yes. Loop it? No. <laughs> no, no. No, I have to prep this because we got we got audio feedback too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is really kind of cool. So, uh, I'm hearing uh, everybody else normally. Where you were hearing uh, Mr. K breaking up, I wasn't. I heard everything he said. So I don't. Know it's all you, doing. Nikki. It's <laughs> always is, my friend. <laughs> it may be you may be getting interference from the swinging corks around the hat. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll just sit here quietly then, shall I? I don't want you to... No. No, no. No, I shall not interfere. Boy, does that help when you feel crappy. Oh, yes, it does. Does what help? Hot whiskeys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're a mood alterer. It's truly healthy because I'm using unfiltered raw speakers. I wonder if there's some kind of a setting on Skype that's doing this to you. Whether it's um, like it's automatically adjusting your audio or maybe it wants you really? to talk louder or something. It wants me... God knows I'm loud enough. I you know don't what? know why it's busting. I don't know why it's breaking up I'm your sound. Gonna, just in case, I'm going to shut everything else down except this and see if that helps. All right? Okay. There. I've done it. Oh, Luna Boo, ow. Um, all right. That was my moment. Hey, you sound better. All right, fine. I'll just do that then. Did you have something else going that was, do you think, Just Google Chrome. I just had that up. That was open when I first uh, booted up Skype. See that whole that whole ex- uh, sentence was intact, complete, and even sounded better. Yep. Cut you off, but that's cool. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I'll I'll just do this. I'll be good. And I'll sit right here. We. <laughs> <laughs> We need you to hold your right arm out straight and keep it that way for the whole game. A window. And balance a glass of water on the back of your right hand. (laughs) Whatever works. Just want you to have good audio. I don't know what to do next. I got. I'm going to paste my character in here so you can all see it. Oh, good. Oh, I didn't put yum yums because I was wondering if you were using different yum yum rules. Yes, you have to give them all to me. Ah, that would explain things. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, not totally unexpected. Yeah, I rolled. Like, I, I rolled like a, a, a four, and it said divide by five, and then subtract six or something like that. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> Plus seventeen to the what tenth power. You, you roll a d twenty, and you divide by something or other. By five. By five, and you ended up with how many yum yums? Oh, no, I'm saying I had four before divided by five. So I guess I had one. That's screwy. i got to take a look at that again, because that's... There's a lot that messes with my head so far as this goes, but, uh, yeah, that's a little... Uh, no, four divided by five. That doesn't make any sense. It said, roll a d20, divide by five, and then subtract six. I think that's what it said. Maybe it's add six. Excellent. You're a great cook, too. Oh, this is going to be a terrific adventure, my friend. Oh, yes. 
I'm, I'm looking to find... I'm looking to find... There it is, Leopard Characters. Andros. I did a copy. Now I need to do a paste. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Did you send him all of us, Adam? I did. Everybody got that same PDF that has... Yes, but I can't open it, you see, because it's part of Google, isn't it? And it's being... Unless I try... Maybe if I try Firefox? Part of Google. It should have exported it as a regular PDF. Right, but I think that I was foolish and did not save it yet, and so it's still in my... Ah. Yeah. Meh. Let me let me try through Stanky Firefox. See if I can try Archetype, right? Okay. Quantum scientist. Okay. Fix any machine. Fear of heights. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be a good one. Okay. All right. Let's see. I also have uh, up and somewhere the Quags second edition. And I think page 669 was the character sheet that has the rules on it. No, that wasn't it. (laughs) That's way past that. Here it is. Here it is. Actually, it's page 84. Roll a d20 and divide by 5. So you get a 4. How do you divide a 4 by 5? That's how many yum-yums you start with. 1. Say minimum one, no matter what. Oh, that's horseshit. That's horseshit. I'm not gonna be starting with one yum yum. Well, give me some then. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the way to do it. Just, just demand them. Well, I am. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm looking to see. Uh... Look, he's not that far away. Just take Mark Kinney's. He's right I deserve it because of the contribution of the great motherland and the great war. You have no <laughs> idea the suffering of my people. <laughs> and that's that's not just Peter Ustinov talking. Yeah. You cannot imagine the wonders to be found in this subatomic world. <laughs> plus two to obfuscate, plus one. Anyone can be... Wait a minute. Any, anything can be a weapon. Oh, anything can be a weapon. I gotta, I they cut that off for me. Yeah, I think that I figured that would be a good improvised weapon skill. Anything can be a weapon. That's pretty cool. All right, I'm going to let's see. Let's put you at least on a par with Nikki, because Nikki did the uh, uh, quick start rolling method, mm. and uh, she ended up with four yum yums. Sounds good well, to me. Hmm? But, but two of them were... Two of them were because I... Of she called you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was the official right. phone call girl. <laughs> All right, so uh, Andros, assuming you start with one, take three. Let's just put four yum-yums down for you. Okay. As a start. Oh, Let's now see. you're going to have to give them to everybody, you know. Blind Geek has, uh, Blind Geek has six... You better Mr. close it so I don't bother Erica when I start talking in character. <laughs> okay. And and there's that. Wow. All right. All I wonder, right. I wonder if Lion Geek's uh, home yet. He's writing. Oh, there we go. Look at that. The little pencil is moving. 
Yeah, but he was doing that before just on his phone, so... He may or may not be back home now. The whole thing was because I misheard my freaking phone clock. It apparently said 3.40, and I heard 3.14. Plenty of time for a walk. Grr. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Let's see if I can add people to call and make sure it's him. Wee. Of course, he's in the kitchen now on the other side of the house. While the thing is going, bring, bring. <clears throat> or not. Hello. I am here without the traffic ambience. Are you? <laughs> I had to. I had to hang up on you because your GPS was giving full directions to get right, like right to your house. <clears throat> and we were well, hearing it over the thing. <laughs> it's. It's. Yeah. Well, they don't know what city I'm in, but still, yeah, it's probably a smart move. I uh, yeah, just just as soon not have to worry about that going in the background. Sorry about that, Chief. <laughs> On the other hand, we will be there for trick or treating. There you go. That's right. Well, all right. There's there's a there's a slightly altered format to the gutter skypes in terms of physical audio. Uh, the way the show's been going up the past two times. Listeners have noticed it, and I've noticed it myself because it chops a significant amount of production time off of getting the show up. And I'm going to try it for a while and see if it works. I and miss it, your opening and closing commentary. It's been two shows. <laughs> I know, but I... You I'm miss still, it. But I, yeah, but see, that the, for those of us who were in the game... It's kind right. of fun to hear your thoughts and your ways of, of describing what we're about to hear. And when I've already heard the game, because I've been in it, it's kind of like, oh, cool, there's a new Gutter Scribes out. Let's see what Adam has to say. And now we get nothing. We have to think, like, we have to stop and think about me. The children. No, we don't. <laughs> no. No, it's all about us. Us, us, us. Right. No. And if that means you don't sleep for a week, too no. bad. Me. Welcome to the world. You don't like to do outro? You don't like doing the outro? You don't like the edit editing time and the recording time? Well, welcome to the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, honestly, I, I have just a suggestion. For a while. You could oh, have yes? fun. You could have fun to read it. Uh, that would add another. Um, <laughs> oh, you'd have to have another recording session. That's true. That would essentially add it. Uh, but it would sound great. Times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that 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 would imply that I would have to write it first, and I I never write those <laughs> things. I just turn the mic on and go. Okay, now what do I need to? What is that? What that? Which? What number show is this? <laughs> I, this I is understand. Believe me, I do yeah. the same thing on mine. This is 108. This is episode 108. It's October 17th, 2012, folks. How's that for a new thing? Getting the date of the recording. There you go. Holy crap! Hey. And we're about to we're about to do Leopard Women of Venus. Um, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Oh, it sounded just fine from where I'm standing. No, calm, um, calm. We, calm. We have to cultivate calm here for a moment. Mm-hmm. We are about to play Hex Games, Levered Women of Venus. Um, and I noticed we have two cooks in our little party. Indeed, I didn't notice that before I selected that. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be an Iron Chef moment? I was. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was just thinking, com- competition in our ranks. That's funny. 
Who's 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 uh, communicator? <laughs> That's mine. Oh, it sounded great. Oh, uh-huh. good lord! I thought I, I thought I used that as my text <laughs> incoming text <laughs> sound. And I, Damn and I it! Thought... I thought I was the only one. <laughs> That's what I use it for too. Yeah. No, you're not. The, neither one of us is. We, we 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 are not the only two. My friend Josh was the one that gave me the sound because he used it oh. for his out incoming or outgoing. Uh, what the hell? Incoming text. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. I'm just sad that my present phone isn't a flip phone like my previous one. Yeah, I kind of missed that too. Although it's a small price to pay for all the stuff you can do on a smartphone, but still. I still got the flip phone. I still have the blister pack Fisher Price. Doesn't <laughs> do anything but make phone calls, telephone. Uh oh, dropped somebody already. I wonder who. Hey. Nikki. Was it, it was Nikki? me again. As you. <sighs> Skype is singling you out. Fine. Thanks for noticing me. Fine. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. It doesn't martyr. (laughs) It's not a fail, but I'm sort of attached to it. (laughs) I'm going to paste in... We have two written uh, emails. And I'm going to paste them in if I did that right. Yes. Here we go. <clears throat> One is from Bob H. And the other is from Silver Wizard. And oh, from Silver Wizard in a long time. Well, not since uh, not since we came back. Yeah. Well, see, that's been a long time. I hope, it? He, I hope it. Uh, I hope it's Silver Wizard. Otherwise, I'm making an awful, awful faux pas. But I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't know who wants who wants to read the email from Bob H. <laughs> Me. Settle down, settle down. Not everybody Me. at once, please. Me. Me. Dibs. Dibs. Dibos over here. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just. Just. Oh, let her do it. It'll give her a chance to warm up for. Yeah, her. that's what I'm thinking too, mate. Come on. <laughs> I keep waiting to see those. <laughs> Corks on strings swinging around that hat. I'm staring at that hat, waiting for him to go. Oh, wah, wah, wah. It's the right one, isn't it? She's a beaut. <laughs> well then, take it away, Nikki. Thank you. This is an e- this is an email from Bob H. No, this is from Bob H. And Bob H says, "Hello, all members of the Gutter Skypes. I think." kidding i'm certain i overdid the australian stuff last couple of emails sorry <laughs> oh dude you couldn't possibly you did I, not <laughs> we disagree strongly absolutely i also apologize to blind geek i'm not certain why i wrote kangaroo jack when it was obviously boomerang jack i was mentioning mm. i am chuffed <laughs> that at least i could supply nikki with both dronko and woolamaloo Hell yeah! Thank you, mate. I must apologize. Also, I didn't get any photos from SidCon. Oh, man. You are dead to us Drop. now. <laughs> That's it. I'm not reading anymore. Mm-mm. Drop the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had probably already been by the time we read the things. Yeah. Well, he might be able to make it up to us. Um, he, he didn't get any photos from SidCon. The next con is next month at... McCary? Macquarie? Macquarie, maybe. Macquarie University? Strangely right. called, ready? MacquarieCon. Mm. <laughs> I will see about getting some pics that I can send you. Yes, please. Only the, the family-friendly ones. <laughs> mm, yes. Um, 
I may be moving to the famous Bondi Beach soon. If and when this happens, I'll aim to get some pics for y'all. Oh, sweet. That would be great. Um, I love Blind Scantily Geek. Scantily clad Sheila's on the beach. Right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's the ho- about. Yeah, that's the horror that is <laughs> Boomerang Jack. Right there. <laughs> Good God. If you still want to, if you're but sure I- you still want to hear it. I want to see some blueies and snotties. That's what I want to be seeing, mate. Because they're fascinating and they'll, they'll drop you stone dead if they sting you. Anyway, um, they'll make you wish they were. They, they hurt a lot, apparently. Um, Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> that's enough out of you. I love... <laughs> see, he, I love he, he my... overdid the Australian. <laughs> now it's our turn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. Sorry, you wrote in. I love Blind Geek's choice of rousing oratory as a choice for a skill. I love the combination of those two words. Also, I like Blind Geek's rendition of Thomas Dolby's "Blinded Me with Science," complete with instrumentation. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> It was fun. It was fun. At the risk of giving Anna more work in the form of show notes, I'd like to mention a musician named Petra Hayden, or Haddon, perhaps. Amongst other brilliant stuff, she did her own version of the album by The Who, Who Sell Out Without Instruments. Really? I heartily recommend it. It's really great. I'm going to have to trundle off and listen to that now, Am and I. I also really like the format of the gutter Skypes at the Mo. Not sure if it's new as such. The character creation banter episodes followed by gameplay. Oh, there's more. It feels a bit like a mission statement, or at least giving some idea of parameters of the game slash world and intentions of the possibilities of directions of the game, and a focus for all involved. Focus. Funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I do that so well. Thank you again for another episode. All stay safe and be much happiness to you and yours, Bob H. Thank you, Bob H. Thanks, it, Bob. It feels a bit like a mission statement, or at least giving some uh, parameters, intentions, direction. Focus. What? The word I latched on to. Focus. Focus. <laughs> focus. What? <laughs> we ain't never done nothing like that ever. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. And but, if you move, good luck with your move. Uh, indeed. I hope yeah, it goes that's... smoothly. All of that. Am I the only one that like is? Am I the only one that just keeps zeroing right back to that sentence of rousing oratory? And <laughs> I keep I'm screaming in my mind, Adam, stop! Don't even go there! Don't comment on it! Don't think about it! Just breeze right past a leopard woman choosing rousing oratory as a skill. <laughs> Actually, that isn't the skill that Blind Geek uh, ended up with, but you probably know that already. Um, what, uh, what, what skill did you choose? You chose uh, Venusian history and seduction plus three. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> excellent. All right. So that was from Bob H. Have I still got Eric? Are you still on? Have I still I, got you? Yeah, and I'm muted. Son of a bitch. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> now. All right. I've been talking away, oh, giving I'm all sorry. kinds of insight and commentary. Was there any? Was there <laughs> anyone there that could, <laughs> that could no. test and vouch? Nope. nope. Just right. just Zeke, and he's not talking. Okay. Uh, in fact, that's why I muted myself was because he was 
we were playing and he kept panting and I was afraid it was getting picked up by the microphone. Uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. It, it was rousing oratory, and I'm not arousing oratory. There's a huge. <laughs> I said oh, that would be funny if it goes with seduction plus three. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing the last sign. Do you know what I wear underneath my leopard woman uniform? Oh, I think no. it'd be even funnier if it was just the lamest lines ever. <laughs> that looks hot. Bam, and it works. <laughs> Whoa, it is hot. Ow, I'm dead. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing the last thing I killed in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, you, uh, Blind Geek, if you would, you read from Silver Wizard last time, so would you read from Silver Wizard this time? Sure. Hang on, I gotta find it. Cause I've been... Here it is. Listeners may recall that the last time we heard from Silver Wizard, it was a, an exclamation of delight that his podcatcher had oh, made yes. his okay. his podcatcher has made his day, and that was the only line. And um, in context, it was because he hadn't seen anything from the gutter skypes in months, and there suddenly he did. Mm. Surprise! Ah, here we go. Silver Wizard says, "Mental note: Never send email to a podcast at 6 a.m. when you just started a new job and are tired." <laughs> That's the best time to send email. I had been waiting for good. I had been waiting for more gutter skypes for months. I was bleary and happy to see more gutter skype. That's it. Wait. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. Just I was bleary and happy to see more gutter skypes. Thanks, Silver Wizard. Thank you, Silver Wizard. Yeah. Never. <laughs> there's no bad time to send an email. That's right. <laughs> you know, if it's in English. You know, at the, Unless you you're a very mean it. drunk, then you probably don't want to send an email no. to us when you're... If you have skitch, you could draw... What are they called? Where you do the little puzzles with the little the little pictures and then plus or minus like a letter or you add a number. And so, you know, if you want a B, you draw a little B plus... Rebus. Is that what they're called? Those it's, puzzles? Yeah, skitch. Yes, Rebus. you know, I bet Adam would really like somebody to make him a message like that. Oh, if only everyone wrote in like that. I bet he would really, really enjoy that. I'm just, you know, just a hint take, from me to you. It wouldn't take long at all. To, to... No, no, no. It'd be like a little riddle and, and he would really enjoy that. Uh-huh. I sure would. And by the way, you're not being broken up, Nikki, anymore. You're sounding mm. fine. I, apparently, maybe it hates Chrome. Maybe that's what the I problem guess is. guess so. I don't know. You know, I just had a thought about the format change that could be very interesting. And Adam's mm. probably thinking, I wish you'd just leave it the hell alone because it's my well, editing. so much a format change is uh, whatever I was going to put in the intro, I'll, I, I say, like, now. Oh. I, oh. Well, I did already. I said, this is episode 108. That's pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> and this is the date. <laughs> Um, what you're hearing is the show. <laughs> well, never mind. Done. Maybe Look at it. all the time saved. Done. <laughs> so it's not, it's not so much a format uh, change as, a, as the uh, audio and information is going in a different spot. That's true. One that's easier 
for me to get to, I suppose. Okay, so this but, is it then. <laughs> but you were, I'm sorry, you were going to say? Well, no, it's, I, what I was going to say, and actually I, I kind of understand where you're coming from in that I can't, my least favorite thing as far as opening and closing remarks is at the end of the show. It's like, okay, what do I say? That was the game. Have a good day. Have, see you next time. That's basically what I got. And it's like, that's the, but uh, no, what I was thinking was it might be kind of cool. And I may suggest this to our podcast if you don't want to do it, because I think it's kind of a neat idea. Instead of having you give the opening and closing comments, I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if, if we all, if we rotated and each of us did, you know, we'd go, each of us did the opening and closing comments for an episode and then we'd go back around. If you do that, I will present a logic puzzle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I might have to look one up because I don't know any, but that Nikki, won't stop me. Nikki, if you have <laughs> Nikki, if there are five apples and you take away three, how many do you have? Are they on sale? Because if yes. they're on sale, I might get more than five or three. No, there are only five. And if you take away three, how many do you have? Five. Well, five's not really going to do me any Some good. Some beans. Six or seven for making a pie. Um, and I'm not in the mood for apples today anyway, so what perhaps I'll go over. She's not taking the bait. She's not. <laughs> it's a puzzle, damn it. <sighs> Baldrick, the ape creatures of the Indus have mastered this. <laughs> Love that scene. Uh, wow. We we have... Uh, um, no, I'm not even going to go there. Everybody knows the answer. Yeah. We have uh, we have audio uh, we have audio feedback. Yes, Sweet. audio files that were that were sent into us for to to play even. Audio files produced by audio files. Yeah, and we'll see whether I actually can in fact do this. Share music with call partners. That's what I'm supposed to do. All right. Uh, this first one. Can we sing along? And we could try to sing along. It's it's a little bit. Let's just put it this way. It's a little bit Soviet. <laughs> <laughs> just kinda, kinda Soviet. It depends. On, whatever. It's from Ketamono of the Tritac, of the Tritac Games podcast. And uh, well, let's just see if this um, actually does what it's supposed to do. And here we go. Greetings, gutter skypes. This is Kevamono of the Tri-Tech Podcast. That is little plug. Very little. <laughs> I recently listened to your email feedback show and had much fun. I laughed. Your feedback was very interesting from various people. So... Okay. However, I did like your suggestion of the Nostalgia Critic. I listened to many shows over many hours. I laughed. More than once. However, this was to the detriment of other projects. Projects that required my undivided attention. And now they are behind. Thank you. <laughs> I will have to pay you back for that. <laughs> hey. 
However, I also have been enjoying your Doctor Who shows. I am waiting with great anticipation for when the Doctor disappears and his companions, all of whom are male. Understand that the Doctor never has all male companions. There is at least one female in the mix. There are no females that you know of Nikki. hey <laughs> I wait for the next episode with great anticipation however as I said I must pay you back for the time I wasted listening and watching the nostalgic critic <laughs> nostalgic critic is a bit like TV tropes once you start watching, you cannot stop. So I will introduce you to the other time waster. Zero punctuation on the screen yes. list. Mm-hmm. It is great fun. I will send you a link. But to pay you back, besides the escapists, I will sing you a little song. Oh dear. <laughs> Enchantress. She does evil dances, and if you look deep in her eyes, she'll put you in trances. Then what will you, she do? She'll mix up an evil brew, then she'll gobble you up in a big dusty stew. So, watch out. This is Kidamono signing off. May God rest your souls. <laughs> okay. Um, that was cheerful. That was, uh, like I said, it's slightly Soviet. There are people present um, that have met, or at least one person that has met Ketamono. Isn't yes. there? Yes. 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 <laughs> Does he sound like that in real life all the time? Yes. Not specifically like that. No, he does not. No, he does not. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm just picturing him at a panel at, at any gaming convention. <laughs> oh, I, I would pay money. If he would do that? Do that, yes. <laughs> Are you listening, Petamono? <laughs> I'm sorry. At the, the longer that went on, the thicker the and blacker his eyebrows became. <laughs> <laughs> And I left. And then I left. More than, More than once. <laughs> I, it's just thick black eyebrows, and I expect him to pound the table with his shoe. And See, I chapped that ancient Wendy's commercial. Evening there, very nice. <laughs> right. Evening there, very nice. Right. It was a brilliant. Oh, uh, the commercial, rather, not a cartoon, the commercial. Oh, it was a brilliant commercial. You remember that? I, I yeah, because <laughs> it was yeah. Always, it was the same. <laughs> it was the same bland. Same outfit with slightly different accessories, but it was oh, it was wonderful. It, it was, was all like an off gray khaki something or other <laughs> yes. baggy thing. For the swimwear though, it was a beach ball with a big red star painted on it, and for evening wear, she comes out with one of those giant mag lights and shines it around, puts it back on her shoulder, and marches back. Off. It was great. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Ketamono. And yes, uh, zero punctuation. Uh, very enjoyable. 
a lot of fun. And in fact, uh oh, dropped somebody. Not, Not me. <laughs> oh dear. It was my turn. Oh, okay. I was I was saying something and I thought I'm I'm not muted. They heard my last comment and then and then I realized what happened. He in fact made a, a, a guest appearance on Doralius and Associates as the I think the uh, king or the emperor of Meh or the Meridon <laughs> Meridons something just people that couldn't be bothered to accept the help of anybody that came to keep them from getting wiped out. Very annoying. Very annoying people. <laughs> I think I think we have we have. Ketamono in this Russian incarnation and Olga don't touch me. To quote the great Peter Venkman, we have got to get these two together. <laughs> uh, no. Who can best say I think that would who be sent in, squirrel? In, in incredibly bad. That would be an incredibly bad idea, right? Um, I could take the bait, but I think Adam wants to get on with the game, so I'm not going to. Tempting uh, as it is. Great. What for formation of the characters in Doctor Who? Um, sorry, but there was no thought of pleasing canon when uh, yeah. the, those characters were selected. And besides, maybe rules? there will be a maybe there will be a plot shocker farther down the line. You just don't know, do you? There might be because I need to talk to Mark about. I think I want to play a different. I'm not feeling. No, you are not allowed to change your. Oh no! Well, no. If we can find a way to work it into the plot, I'm not going to be well, like. And all of a sudden, it disappears for no apparent reason. You know, did some. I'm not, I'm not playing him well, and I know I'm not playing him well, and I've been told by others that I'm not. And I, I mean, it's just not working for me. Eric, what? What you Who need? told you you're not playing him well? It doesn't matter. I'm not mentioning any names. It wasn't anybody in this podcast. It was one in another podcast. Start with Stephen Moffat wrote to you and said, "Hey, he dude, <laughs> screwing up my." <laughs> oh, it wasn't even my character, but damn it! <laughs> no, it was more just me. I, I'm, I'm not. I just don't feel like I'm doing him. If you're not happy with it, then, you know, obviously it's up to Mr. K, but if you're not happy with it, then, you know, something's got to be done about it. Well, honestly, if we're if, if we do go back to Doctor Who at some point, we're probably going to hit the big reset button anyway because it's been so long with uh, that with that whole thing unresolved and that and so, besides, as I mentioned to you all in email at one point, I kind of lost the notes in a hard in, in a like thumb drive failure. <laughs> the truth. So, comes. yeah. Fresh start for everyone. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, we're only emulating the BBC right down the line, as far as this goes, <laughs> including getting rid of the old. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. how how many the old doctors have to female? Don't exist. It's, it's, it's funny. I never actually noticed that before, but now that I think about it, he's right. Yeah, well, we were breaking new ground, weren't we? So now we'll go in the other direction and be all female. Ha 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 ha. So there. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we'll handle that if and when we get back. <laughs> I want to wear comfortable heels and pearls. That's what I want. <laughs> Hey, if Dr. Watson can be a woman hired to keep a guy off drugs, um, can Matt, minute, Margaret played by, Thatcher? Played by who? Lucy Lou. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy Lou. Yeah. I want to be Margaret Thatcher. Who Why am I not picturing that? I still haven't made up my mind about that show yet. It, I don't know. I don't know what Lucy Lou looks like. I'm culturally deprived and isolated. 
I've been Let's living see, under a rock. Was did you? I, I, I don't guess you ever saw Ally McBeal back when it was on there. Cause she was on that for a while. I'm trying to think what else she's been in. Hmm. Uh, other than like, uh, did you Shanghai ever see Kill Bill? Nights. True. Uh, did you ever see Kill Bill? I've seen large parts of it. Uh, the 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 one that the bride fights at the end of the first part. Uh, oh Ren- damn! She. That was Lucy Liu. Okay. All right. Now, granted, Watson hasn't broken out with a sword or anything like that yet, but... But wouldn't it be cool if she did? <laughs> <laughs> Finishes filling the pipe, puts a revolver in the, in the traveling visitor's doctor bag, and sets out the door. You know, the very sad thing is, I'll, I'll admit to my own momentary stupidity, because at least it was momentary, when I first heard Lucy Liu is Dr. Watson... My first thought was, dude, Xena, Warrior Princess is playing Dr. Watson. <laughs> that's kind of cool. And then I went, oh, wait, no, that's not Lucy Lou. That's Well, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that, that would be kind of cool, though. <laughs> they are, I, I think before much time has passed, they're going to they're gonna do every possible variation of the Holmes-Watson team that there is. I mean, they've already had. Uh, they've already had. Uh, it was a Data that was playing Holmes. Yeah, Data was yeah. playing Holmes, and Jordy was playing Watson in their little yep. fantasy thing. Yep. And I don't know. Media incarnations of Sir Holmes Arthur's... and Watson in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I I, I... <laughs> think about that. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. My my friend and I back when uh, UPN was fairly big. And, and had a very strict demographic they were shooting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that a friend of mine kept saying Sherlock Holmes, and it got me to me and my friend thinking if they came out with on the UPN Holmes and Watson. Hey man! Oh what's God! That? <laughs> okay. That was kind of I the reaction totally we were shooting for. No, right no. No. <laughs> that was kind of the reaction we were shooting for. But the more we kept messing with it, the funnier it got. And yeah, we'll just you know someone will do it one of these days. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they can do that, uh, homeboys in outer space, anything's possible. I the actually watched a few episodes of, of 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 that one. It was interesting. <laughs> but they had they had James James Doohan on yeah. it. There was that. That was its only saving grace, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> well, I'm speaking of uh, odd treatments of um, hmm. uh, archetypes. Not archetypes. What? Doctor Who. Iconic. I- mm. Iconic figures. Yeah. Let me see. Remove selected items. I have selected. <laughs> yeah, I select that because there's another audio feedback that oh, I got well. this afternoon. Oh God! But we're doing feedback. That's right. Yeah, and it's from and it's from Jim Ryan. Ah. Oh, cool. So, uh, uh, yeah, have have a gander at this. He said, wanting to press the right button and hoping he is. Here we go. Good day and welcome to Cooking with Drongo. Today we've come to the planet Venus to show you how to catch, prepare, and cook that most deadly of animals, the Venusian blood hamster. As you can see, we're very close to a nest of the little fellas. If you look in there carefully, you can see one of the little bastards sleeping. We're going to get closer now. 
These things can kill a man at 10 paces with a single poison quill. This is one of the most dangerous animals on the surface of Venus. Let's see what happens when I flick it in the nose. Now <laughs> oh, he's really riled up now. Look at those beautiful quills. <laughs> Greetings, gutter skypes. This is Jim Ryan. <laughs> After listening to Nikki talk about the character she was going to build, I just couldn't get mm -hmm. that image of the Steve Irwin cooking show thing out of my head, and so I just had to do that. Although I think if she's got Kevin Costner playing the character, his accent will probably be just as good as the one that he did in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, if you're being more rural. Anyway, I am ecstatic over the fact that you have returned, and am eagerly looking forward to your future adventures. I hope you have at least half as awesome a time recording them as we do listening to them. Take care. Excellent. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cool. What yeah. was a little musical sting there at the end. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a musical sting from him. It was me not stopping the thing in time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you. Thank you, Jim Ryan. Definitely. A little dark. Maybe a little <laughs> soon. I don't know. My <laughs> passage of time for me is uh, 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 shifted into all kinds of weirdness, but you, you just got to love the guy. You got to love... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a very bright, very vivid figure. Loved what he did. Uh, went too soon, but I, I, I look, I'm looking at it from that, from uh, his point of point of view, and thinking, have a laugh. Yeah. But and yeah, because the longer the lo the. Since the internet is forever, what did he do for those of us who are under a rock and don't? Know? Steve Irwin. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jim Ryan. No, Steve Irwin. <laughs> I, I hope it isn't uh, Jim Ryan. That <laughs> oh, I'm like, wow. It was only a recording. He didn't actually go to Venus no, 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 and get no. killed by the. I know that, but I thought. I, I thought <laughs> never mind. I, went, I, I thought I had remembered him be doing some kind of podcast thing, and I thought you were referring to that. And I was trying to remember what the podcast was, and then I thought maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, and then you were. Never mind. <laughs> wow. You made me freeze up here. <laughs> <laughs> You made me freeze up. See, that's the funniest thing, because everything you said, I misinterpreted. You said, <laughs> you said, maybe a little too soon. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's... I thought you meant because I've got plans in the game, and I didn't necessarily want that those kinds of things revealed. We haven't started fighting any savage beasts yet, so it might be a little too soon No, it wasn't like that. I was talking about... I realize that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the saying, great it's, debate. It's, you know, my mind was just going merrily along in a totally different track. The great debate. Started. I'm sorry. I, I I was looking for the link because, uh, and I'm looking on the Gutter Skypes page, and if you do a search for Ryan on the Gutter Skypes page, nothing shows up. His name does not appear on oh. the Gutter Skypes page, hmm. not once. And I'm thinking, how the hell am I gonna why? It's one of those things where, you know, you know the name of the actor, or you know the name of the movie, or you know the name of whatever television show, something blatantly right in front of your head, and you can't think well, of it. One that, the one, and, it, and if this is not him, then I apologize to whoever it is that did this podcast, because the one that came into my mind was The Great Debate. Was that him? Yes. That yes. is it, yes. Okay, there we go. Am I muted here? No, okay. No, no. Mm -hmm. I... All right. Yeah, so I, I thought so, but I wasn't sure, so I was waiting for you to actually clarify, and then... That's how the whole damn thing <laughs> started. 
I'm uh, just going to sit here and still be proud that I pressed the right buttons to make the audio happen. So, Nikki, are you still there? Well, uh, she mentioned going off for a beverage, but uh, oh, oh, okay. I don't know. If she's I, I I guess she isn't back. She either is not back yet or she's still muted. One of the two. Mm. Back in a flip. Oh, I see. In text. Here we go. Right. right. Well, it is 5:04. So while she's out getting a beverage, I'm going to go feed the boy. And ah, get that okay. Okay. And then. Well, then we're going to do character description um, <clears throat> while you guys uh, are uh, absent. Okay. And then you'll have to do yours when you come back. Leopard mm-hmm. woman. Sexy in a leopard woman uniform, which is in the book, and I can't remember what it looks like. And here he's a helmet, a, co- a, a comet. Yeah, you know what? I'll be right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come in again. I wasn't expecting the leopard women of Venus. Nobody oh, expects yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, All right, no. Andros, you were the last to. Uh, you uh, and this mm. is. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> making a comment here. I'm just. I know. I'm uh, looking for the characters just just so that I'm straight up on this because I didn't fill in all your stuff while while I could have been here. But if you would. Your character's name and stats and all the rest of that stuff. Yes, my character's name is Dr. Anton Borislav. Do you sound any? Do you sound anything like Katamono did in his? Um, let's see. I am Dr. Anton Borislav. No, okay. not at all. Anything like him? Good. All right. That's okay. Fine. I'm <laughs> Dr. Anton Borislav. <laughs> that works. Oh, that's Excellent. German. Uh, I have to but work did you that. laugh more than once? No, I laughed precisely <laughs> once. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I measured the laugh. It was big. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Please don't, please don't. I measured the laugh. Do you know how many subatomic particles a laugh contains? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Excellent. That's a good tagline. No? Yeah. I like the tagline. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, what am I doing here? I'm talking about my character. Indeed. Uh, yes, he he's um, a little bit of a sing- single-minded, narrow-focused sort of guy. He is a quantum scientist. Uh, I use the uh, archetype mad scientist, in fact. Excellent. Yes. Um, his gimmick is is that he um, he fixes machinery. Uh, any sort of um, scientific or technical machinery, he can fix. Um, it's due to his deep understanding of the underlying pr- um, processes. That's a better explanation than you'll find in some comics panels. <laughs> also known as the fiddly bits. He understands the fiddly bits. Fiddly mm-hmm. Yes. And how they work together. Okay. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm getting some I'm getting all kinds of interesting things I can throw into the game which I don't want to use now. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> That's the only thing I really missed from not doing character development along with you guys is that you you, you get kind of a really great feedback of ideas. Yeah, I don't know. This is looking this is looking great so far. What the hell? So, 
Okay. Um, now, uh, as far as his weakness goes, which I thought was particularly funny, since we're very likely into a flying and or spacefaring sort of game, is he has a fear of heights. This could figure, Ooh. depending. Could figure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, if we need a pencil in four yum-yums there. I'll do that on my copy. Ha. There we go. Okay. Uh, strict stats, I see job ele- uh, job quantum scientist at 11. Yep. Body of 8. Brain of 15. Nerve of 9. Health points, 8. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, we'll see. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put forward a GM a GM caveat here over he uh, for hit points. <laughs> I don't know honestly. Po- probably yes, but I honestly just don't know because um, I don't know how gameplay is gonna work out depending on the stats of what's thrown at you guys. I'll be sh- perfectly honest here. I have no idea what these things are gonna do to you. Um, if everybody ends up getting killed first shot out of the box. I'll know there was some kind of problem somewhere. <laughs> well, I will be very bitter. I would be bitter too, and put out. Oh, come on! It wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, you know, these things have happened. But uh, <laughs> I have a, 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 a total party kill right out. That's never happened to us before. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't Actually, have been so bad if it wasn't self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest, to, I think the closest thing to a total party kill, really, was my was... fringeworthy game. I know. Well, no, we came <laughs> close to it. Stop! It didn't no, actually happen, the... but we came close to it. No, yeah. I just one... loved what a bunch of chicken heads we turned into. Like, not going down there, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the one where we were all playing aliens sent to conquer yeah. the world. Invaders, and I was stupid enough to but... throw a black hole generator. <laughs> It made sense at the time. It made seemed it seemed like a thing. Why would they issue something like that? Hey guys, watch this. I do hope you said that as you tossed it. I don't. Whatever. I tossed it and didn't realize (laughs) that it had a radius that was larger than anything you could you could any distance you could toss it. It was probably meant to be dropped from a ship onto an area as the ship was speeding away. But uh, (laughs) silly me. Yep. (laughs) Which is okay because we got got to come back as very amusing robots, but. I, I, you know, there's a kind of a story mechanic built into testing this. I shouldn't give too much away right away because, you know, obviously we haven't even started yet. But like I said, yeah, body eight might be low, but I don't know. And if that's the case, there will be zero penalty um, for making improvements. And there may even be a, a story gimmick event or thing that will justify. And I don't have to justify because as they repeatedly tell me in the book... I can't cheat. <laughs> it's, it, in, the, in the Quags book, in the, in the Leopard Women of Venus book, but primarily in the Quags book, it pretty much tells you, you can't cheat. You're the GM. So, hmm. all right. I have returned. Uh, yes, four yum-yums. Welcome back, WP. And the game can officially begin because <laughs> I am... I am... prepared. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Ah. Uh, Andros, if you would please continue with your tagline. Ah, yes. The, the tagline. You cannot imagine the wonders to be found in the subatomic, subatomic world. 
but we'll try. <laughs> yes, good. Uh, Why am I having inv- adventures of inner space running through my head at this point? <clears throat> you're probably you're not imagining. too far off. <laughs> <laughs> you're imagining the wonders to be found in the subatomic world. Oh, world. Magnification. <laughs> Except that anything he can imagine will fall far short of reality. Mm. Okay. Dumb okay. fact. Dumb fact is that he happens to be an accomplished cook. It's good. This, if this party lives, they'll eat great. Yes, that's right. <laughs> if they live. Um, Wiped out while we're making a five-course banquet. <laughs> Celebrate our arrival. <laughs> but while, just, while arguing the virtues of vodka versus tequila <laughs> in, uh, as the base stop for the stock. Exactly. How do you make the perfect roux? <laughs> <laughs> and you become a five-course meal yourselves to a tooth beast. Mm. But anyway. Whoopsies. What were those rodents called in the in the voicemail? Venusian blood hamsters. Oh yeah, I love those. Those are great. They, they're so cute. <laughs> that, that's actually not far. I was gonna check the book and see if they were actually in there. <laughs> they might as well be. Why they not? might as well be. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of crap that is in the book. Well, let's poke it with a stick and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Under okay. Skill, under skill. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, skills. Yeah. Well, as far as who would play him in the movie, would I pick Peter Ustinov? Excellent. Perfect yep. choice. Okay. Uh, his skills. I have a plus three in do science. <laughs> so do any... science. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that about covers it. I think. Twentieth century version of it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Cast a spell. No, do science. I would explain how I did it, but it would take too long to impress your tiny brain. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. He's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, I, I, I meant him to be very arrogant. I was going to make his weakness um, um, either arrogant or self-righteous in a Russian kind of way. <laughs> but um, I could just work that in as his personality anyway. Sure. Yeah. Uh, his other skills. He has a plus two in obfuscate. Could be handy. Yep. I figured that could be used as a kind of a double talk skill. Mm-hmm. All right. And a plus one in anything can be a weapon. That's definitely going to be handy. Mm-hmm. All right. I never remember that one, damn it. Well, the Kazinti learned it to their regret. I'll try and remember it for the next time yeah, well, around. What they learned was that um, rocket um, impulse engines make effective short-range plasma weapons. Well, oh, yes, I remember that Every one. fool knows that. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a whole Starliner, and it's completely unarmed. Woo! <laughs> and if you wrap your food in tinfoil and put it on the engine, it will cook while you're doing the process with the engines fire <laughs> that's true too <laughs> always pays to have a snack for going into battle but mm. don't do it on a European super collider <laughs> and yeah. don't have the intercom on while you're cooking popcorn no <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, I'm going to bring Skype up again because I can't see okay going from 
going from my left uh, to my right. Uh, there we had Andros. Next is Mr. K. After that is Nikki. After that is Blind Geek. So, Mr. K, if you could go over your character too, please. Dr. Gwendolyn Paralandra, adventuring archaeologist. Uh, stats wise, body 12, brains 15, nerve 14. 15 hit uh, health points, 6 yum yums. I'm. You cut out entirely after the word I'm. I got Uh-oh. the health points. That was like. Oh, it dropped him. <sighs> Have we got you back, Mr. K? She hates Skype. She. <laughs> <laughs> For no good reason, apparently. I don't. I don't understand it. Why would she? Have, uh, uh, we got fifteen health points. Fifteen health points. Six yum yums. I'm pretty sure I did the math right. So I'm. Well, at least I, I was fairly sure when we were going over the stuff last session. So. Considering who I'm listening to, I trust you implicitly. All right, job two fisted archaeologist twelve, which is a little bit different from the various sources that I drew this from, but it's more of an Indiana Jones Jonesish character than. Otherwise, gimmick, puppy dog eyes, 15, you know, the kind of doe-eyed, you wouldn't hurt me, right, kind of thing. <laughs> or you'd do this for me, right, kind of thing. <laughs> Weakness, susceptible to magic, that's a 10. Uh, just magic has more effect on her than would be normal. Skills, plus 3 in shooting, plus 2 in knots, plus 2 in first aid. Oh, is it plus 2 in first aid? Yeah. I got the number wrong. Good. That's better than one. Yeah. Okay. Tagline. Uh, and, of course, depending on where the emphasis goes, the emphasis on what I have on the paper is, but where did you get that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, you get to emphasize whatever to do different things there. there. Uh, dumb fact, allergic to hemp rope. Okay. Specifically, the, 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 the more the, to the point, the hemp, I think, than anything else there. Okay. Who would, who would play them in the movie? Uh, uh, Tawny Katane from the mid to late 80s. And she's part of an expedition to Venus to determine what happened to Booker Briggs' original colonization effort and to explore the newly revealed geography of the of the planet. And presumably something is going to happen to screw all that up. So It's uh, perfectly fine. She's part of an expedition that's already there. That's uh, that's not a problem. As a matter of fact, it could even there or they or they were on their way and well, I, in the thing there, I had that that she'd crashed there. So I have I have no idea how you want to roll that. You can you can you can work that in however you want, Mister GM. It's and it'll it, piece of cake. Don't worry about it. Cool. I like it. I like it. It works. What I need to do is oh, this thing is misbehaving on me. Sorry. Oh well, alright. Uh, okay. Nikki! Yep. No. Yeah, yes. that's you. Yes, oh, it is me. It is it me. Is. Me! And I'm going to be Drongo Wollamaloo. <laughs> I've got a body of 12, a brain of 11, nerve of 9. Uh, my job is I drive anything animate or inanimate, and that's for 10. I'm a world class chef, that's my gimmick at 11. My weakness is, well, I also have a touch of narcolepsy. Say la guerre. And that's also 11. Health points are 12. My skills are, I have an internal GPS at plus 3. 
mechanic skills at plus two, first aid at plus one. Who would play me in the movie would be Kevin Costner from his Silverado days. <laughs> uh, very energetic, slightly dim. And tagline is, try this, mate, it'll put hair on your hair. And my dumb fact is I also <laughs> have a certificate in Feng Shui. So <laughs> we, can, we can have more pleasant environments that will bring us luck and harmonious harmony. Mm. I like it. See, she's already trying to one-up me. I just said great cook. She said world-class cook. <laughs> Didn't say what... What world? What world? <laughs> Look anything, though. Delicious and nutritious. Oh, yes. Very adventurous eater I am. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, and the great cook under yours is is, is under... Uh, wait a minute. Is it under dumb fact? What is it? It's under dumb fact. Yeah. Her, oh, that's, that's her right. gimmick. That's and her that's gimmick. her gimmick. It's my gimmick. Yeah, she's going to be right. Oh, okay. Can, mate. Keep up well, if you can. She's... Well, that's fair enough. Then. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and you... Uh, yeah. Yeah? You don't yeah. have to actually be on Venus. You can be doing whatever it is that you want to be doing at any particular point. I'm trying to remember whether the last time we got together and you were talking about the character, whether you would actually arrived it's not something that's important or necessary um what do you what do you you know what we're going to come back to that we'll come back to that because everybody's going to be setting their own particular scene before uh i could uh, be part things. of somebody's expedition as hired well is that me there from somewhere else that's cool to me part of an expedition on a three-hour cruise but we will not. We will instead move on next. We will move to Blind Geek. I yeah. muted apparently. There we go. Yes, your character is, uh, and you're coming in a little bit low. Uh oh, that's odd. Okay, I haven't done anything. There you Weird. go. Okay, no, you're fine. Um, well, it's interesting. I don't really know what the leopard women look like per se because there are nice pictures that I don't um, so I have some questions for you uh, I know they wear their leopard women's uniform but and I'm, being as they are genetically enhanced slash manipulated by the science robots are they human like in appearance I mean I know they're humanoid in appearance obviously they're women but I mean are there are, do they have like <laughs> Any cat-like features or anything like that? They, uh... I'm sorry? Yes? No, I was just going to say, I do believe that big bazooms and big puffy hair come into play, <laughs> but I could be wrong about that. <laughs> well, that's par for the course, but, uh... <laughs> right, sorry, Adam, over to you. <laughs> they, they are indeed uh, femme fatales, uh... So far as, uh, their choice... The, the illustrative choices in, in the PDF itself, uh, they're, they're not particularly... Um, feline in facial features or shape or anything like that. Okay. They refer to the obviously they refer to their skin tight suits as cat suits. Right. Or they're described as cat suits anyway. Yes. But no, they don't have feline features or uh, share any particular animal. Um, okay. Obvious animal traits that I that didn't you could think see. so. And then yeah. when you said describe, all of a sudden, you know, I start second guessing my assumptions that I've made. Going, oh, I don't know. The, the, the classic, they are classic femme fatales of the 40s and 50s. Hell, 
<laughs> like like but, like she like Sheena. Yeah, I mean they're just the 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 um uh the drop dead gorgeous deadly yes of course woman. All right, so that's there you go. That's um okay about as much description. She's got her leopard print uh leopard print. That's not right. Leopard got spotted. Leopard spotted suit that she wears. Mm-hmm. She wears a comet fire helmet, which looks like a helmet with a uh, gun protruding out of the <laughs> uh, gun barrel protruding out of the uh, forehead, I believe. Yep. Um, and then she wears her radium sword, which glows with white radium. Uh, let's see. She also has a, on her personage a poison whip and a uh, beam pistol, and she flies on a saurian lizard. Mm. I'm going to try one of them babies before we leave. Oh, yes. <laughs> and as far as her stats, her name is Helen Carroll. Her body is 14, her brain is 12, and her nerve is 15. She is... A uh, leopard woman's scout, and that's 15. Uh, Her leopard woman of Venus gimmick is 16, which enables her to do all kinds of superhuman feats. Um, She can think Steve Steve Austin, and you've got a kind of a good idea. do we get to go whoop 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 you mean the bionic Steve Austin not right right not stone cold wow I'm I'm old alright yes I'm sorry please continue 200 feet the weakness is blinded me with science which which was the uh prompter for my little rendition in the last um, her skills I think you cut out skills oh did, did Skype drop I don't see him dropping but that just mean oh dear may not that may not mean anything it just could just be the inevitable I just got the noise oh he's back I'm back. And better than ever! And better than ever. You were just Bigger, about to start stronger, your... faster. Faster. <laughs> we can rebuild him. Oh, we don't have to. He's back. That's right. Come on. Uh, um, yes, her skills. skills. Her skills are Venusian history at plus four. She remembers all kinds of things about the planet's history, but she can't remember hardly any of her own. Um, and seduction at plus three. And let's see. And I never filled in tagline or... Oh, yes. Uh, who would play her in the movie? Jerry Ryan. Uh, dumb fact. I have no idea. Dumb fact. She's a great cook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's Venus's greatest chef. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. Uh... She's been locked in her ship, busy making souffles. No, no, no. (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> she it's makes a three-time medal winner at the Camp Three Venus All Around. She makes a mean action. serpent wolf surprise. <laughs> mm, serpent wolf. <laughs> All right. So this is the, one of the concerns that I'm going to have. Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm going to lay it out for the uh, the experienced GMs here. Uh, that, uh, as I said, I don't know how this is going to go as far as balance goes. I, I think I barely got a grasp of the mechanics when I, in fact, was filled filled with confidence last week, listening to the uh, Quags rules over and over again, and thinking, "Wow, I actually understand this," and then. <laughs> And then uh, not actually understanding it at all this week, which is kind of strange. Well, the good news is that there are a lot of Quags experts yes. present, so. and that's good. But one of the concerns I'm talking uh, uh, that I'll have, and I'll probably correct that by my uh, by myself or with the story. That comet fire helmet is a damage bonus of plus six. Your radium sword mm-hmm. is a plus four, and it ignores armor. You got the poison whip that's a bonus of plus three. Uh, with a poison gimmick of 10 yep. built into it. Yep. And then you've got that beam pistol that's a plus one to attack and a plus four against organic targets. So, uh, of everybody present at the moment, unless there's some special equipment that folks want to include with their character before we get started, uh, unless that's the case, you're about the most kick-ass member of the group. And I don't have a problem with that because I can always I can I can um, organically build the rest of the party uh, to to at least come close to your strength or match it with uh, a story. Or if folks want to uh, let me in on stuff that they they know they're carrying, uh, if they've given it any thought. If you haven't given any particular thought to uh, weaponry well, and what you might have with you, then so be it. But if you have, let me know. May I make another suggestion? Yes, please. Not, not. Th- uh, there's a nice little thing in Quags. When you roll a twenty, there it's a uh, bad break, and weapons can fall and get mis get sh- get uh, broken, yanked out of hands, or get broken or damaged or any number of things. So, so sure. uh, yeah. yeah, that's another possibility. Oh, that's something that would uh, that would take your character down a peg, but I don't much want to do that. I, I don't. I, uh, considering the environment of this game, <laughs> <coughs> something that makes a character weak uh, wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah. Well, I guess it's sort of balanced out by the fact that the, that that the leopard women always have the science robots looking over their their shoulder too. Yeah. So, that will be a factor, I'm sure. It will, or, it will or not. be in I don't particular. Know. It's, in this particular uh, case, it, yes, it will be. I, and I, I figure uh, Gwendolyn probably has a pistol or something like, like, like that. It, 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 depending on, on whether she has already crashed or the crash is going to happen in the course of the, ga- of the, of the intro here. Um you probably you have, have a yeah. You have already crashed. Okay, pistol. Okay, a, a pistol, well, a knife of some kind, first aid kit. She'll be in survival mode, so that's the kind of things that she would have been prioritizing. 
Okay, survival equipment. The equipment. Equipment, okay. Um, Alright, anybody else? Andros, Nikki? For stuff that we'd like to have along? Equipment that you might, uh, something that you might have on your person normally as you tool along in whatever adventure you happen to. Um, <laughs> first, first aid kit in my my pack. Mm-hmm. With um, it just happens to have a little bit of everything. <laughs> you know, mate, you never know when you're going to get bit by some you know evil blood sucking vampire snake or whatever, and you need to do something about it. Right. And. Uh, Oh, I need me lucky frying pan. Oh yes, <laughs> lucky, frying, lucky pan. frying pan for a good fry up. You know, it's it's been mm -hmm. well seasoned. It travels all about with me. Mm -hmm. Okay, my mum gave it to me. Uh, my grandmum. It's my my nan's. It's my nan's frying pan. Means a lot to me. May I make a recommendation for an additional bit of uh, gear? Something more useful than that. Well, Whoa. something that you should have in your kit as a world-class chef. Sunscreen. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, I'm talking about knives. I'm knives. talking about oh, dicing, yes. slicing, chopping, and peeling knives and a nice handy cleaver. Oh, at least two, mate. Two, because I, I can show you my party trick of the double-handed cleave and slice and dice. Oh, it has them rolling on the ground back at back in home. Oh, yes. You see me when I stick down... the bits and they stick to the ceiling and then I time it just right and they drop off right in me lucky frying pan. It's brilliant. Double cleavers, okay. At least two, maybe three. <laughs> I can juggle them. Watch me juggle. <laughs> uh, dub doubles, doubles good. Um, and, and skewers, and if you... I like skewers. <laughs> and if you order now a free set of steak knives. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't steak knives. These are steak knives. These are steak knives. <laughs> Steaks. Call that a Ginsu knife. <laughs> Ginsu uh, machete. Adam's special made just for me. So. I am looking for. Where is it? Here we go. Additional damage modifiers. What the hell would cleavers fall under? Plus one, I guess. And light burning of the garnishes. Yeah, pointy sharp swords, animal teeth, arrows. Plus one. That would be a plus one at least on the cleavers. Not a gun. A gun with a 38 special plus one on the pistol. We're getting better here. We'll see. We'll see if something else happens. Let's just see if something else happens. Andros? Hmm. I'm sorry, Nikki, were you done? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, Andros? Yeah, let's see. You've got a built-in good thing happening with plus one anything can be a weapon. Yeah, I know. Let's see, he needs his pocket watch. Alrighty. And his slide rule. Hmm. I guess a basic toolkit. Alrighty. Basic toolkit covers a lot of ground, and uh, yep. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine with me. I'm trying to think of what sort of tools he might need, and it could could be almost anything, really. All right. Well, you know, I mean, he's got plus three to do science, 
Right. Which means so, he's going to have to have sciencey things. Right. I don't know if it's a. He'll have them. Maybe. Maybe it's. I don't know if having a suitcase sized bit toolkit is uh, appropriate or not. Because I mean, he might need a microphone. It could be on wheels. Yeah, that's true. Think jungle. Think jungle. I know. I am. <laughs> Which makes it more humorous. <laughs> Isn't that? Look at that guy trying to pull that steamer trunk through the jungle. Uh, if it's a Rick Steves bag, it will have handy <laughs> straps that you can attach and wear as a backpack. His body not my is, back. Not on his. His body is eight. I don't think he's going to be able to handle that much. Uh, okay, so you'll fall over immediately, but it can be done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh all right. Okay. Um let's see. I'm trying to think if um I'm not sure if my character uh knew he was necessarily going he he might have only thought he was going on a um to Here replace a hmm kind of on a, a tour of a scientific outpost of some sort. So he might not be prepared for an ex- an extended uh, expedition. Hmm. Okay. So we'll just assume he has, you know, the basic traveling stuff, change of clothes, personal items, that sort of thing. Mm, yeah, I think that's all he really needs. I'm just going to put down overnight bag. That's good. Overnight bag, that's fine. Alrighty. Wow. I, I can't think of anything else I can do to put off actually starting this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Now I'm remembering one one question that I had, and this is a mechanics question. Um, I mentioned armor earlier, and I read about and found the uh, armor table, and I have it in my little thing here. No, I don't. Where is it? Oh, down low. Here we go. Yeah. Armor and cover. Now, uh, in, in in a hypothetical situation here, let's just say somebody has got is wearing some kind of armor, plate mail, or something like that, and it's got an armor rating of four. Right. Okay. And they have attacked. They've been attacked by a thing. Doesn't matter what it is, but they've been attacked by a thing. How did Ben Grimm get in here? Mm-hmm. And they've been attacked by a wombat. <laughs> vicious little sods, but a there's good eating on one good of them. Eating on a wombat, but <laughs> yeah. it attacked the person with the armor rating of four. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't finding any I wasn't finding any specifics about how that's actually applied uh, when the dice are rolled. It comes off of the of the damage at the end. Mm. Okay, that's the number that it gets applied to. Yeah. All right. It's not something that's subtracted from a number before any dice are rolled or anything like that. Right. Okay, good deal. No, I know that. And knowing is half the battle. And knowing is... uh, (laughs) All right. Um... All right. If, uh, if nobody has any objections, then I suppose we're ready to play. Uh, ready to play the game? Yay! Yay! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
How's that? All right, lady, <laughs> lady and gentlemen, we were about to begin. Lady? Wait. Wait a minute. Hey, that was me. <laughs> So. Yeah, Gwendolyn and, and, and <laughs> Gutter Skypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gutter Skypes assemble. Gutter Skypes assemble. We are now going to play. <laughs> Leopard Women of Venus. I should have put an echo behind that. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Uh, next time. Yes, definitely. But in post-production, But in post-production, can. I probably can. All right. Um, I'm going to go by what I'm seeing on my Skype screen and start with Helen... Helen Carroll? Okay. Helen Carroll. We didn't actually mention your name, yeah. Yeah, we, I did. But oh, did you? Okay, I missed a bunch it. of other stuff. Helen Carroll. It's a typical day on Venus. What do you think you're doing? You're sh- well, yeah. I am fighting. Wait, let me get this right. Hold, please. Because this is important to get this right. Because this is very cool. Good. Uh, I am in the quagmires of the western swamps. Fighting a pack of of uh, serpent wolves, collecting their fangs the, for uh, manufacturing poison whips, bringing them back to the science robots. Mm. Damn. Not very ecologically friendly, you know. It's true. the The ecology of Venus is very, very unfriendly. Very unfriendly. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next in my lineup is Andros. Mm-hmm. I am um, traveling. I am not not good with with space travel. Um, we are traveling to a new scientific outpost for study and research. Um, was it on the moon? Hmm. <laughs> or, or should I be traveling to Venus? Perhaps. I'm not sure if we're actually going to be starting there or hijacked to there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, um, I'm traveling to the moon. Yes. Excellent. And uh, <clears throat> Gwendolyn. All right. She's managed to clear herself away from the wreckage of her of her ship. The Hasn't, she hasn't found any of the rest of uh, of her expedition mates, and she's trying to get her 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 bearings in the strange jungle she's in. Excellent. Strongo. Hello, mate. What? Ow. <laughs> Sorry. Was that loud? I wasn't yelling. Skype's <laughs> helping again. Oh, it's Help she me. Oh, yeah. You was asking me a question. I'm a bit busy here, mate. Um, flying transport of this lovely little cargo container ship. I'm bound for where the hell am I bound for? I don't know. It's in the computer. But I've separated off from the convoy just enough so I can do some amazing loop-de-loops. Oh, it's fabulous. Oop, asteroid belt. Gotta hang up now. Bye. <laughs> Don't bury yourself in the part. 
<laughs> Did I mention that I do not like space travel? <laughs> hey, I'm kidding, Nikki. It's a line from a movie. No, I got it. it. Yeah, my assistant here will. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, I'm about to. Uh, all right, let's. Yeah. First of all, everybody take another yum yum. Oh, sweet. Uh, yes, for uh, Helen, for being uh, brave and heroic and getting those uh, serpent wolf components for the whips. Um, the professor, uh, the uh, mad scientist for um, putting up a space, tra- space travel. Gwendolyn for surviving the crash. And Drongo um, for being polite enough to not talk on the phone while doing wild <laughs> acrobatics. Safety first, mate. Safety first. However, simultaneously... (laughs) Hello? (laughs) A a deep, thrumming vibration runs through every part of your body, right down to the bone. A low-level, powerful, incredible hum that just seems to set your teeth on edge uh, to the point where you think that your skeleton is going to leap out of your mouth, out of the body, and bright, pure white flash of light uh, overcomes your entire presence, your entire being, and you are no longer where you were. Hmm. All four of you are, in fact, in a somewhat dim circular chamber Uh, about 20 paces across 20 comfortable paces across so it's pretty large very low light and you are uh, you are on the floor you are reclined essentially on your backs with the impression that some time has passed not a great deal but at the very least, 30 minutes to an hour. And you feel somewhat lighter than you were before. You feel less encumbered than you were before. I check for my weapons. You do not feel your weapons about you. You, uh, In fact, you don't even have your comet cannon on you. In the immediate and on your person, is my is my Saurian gone as well? Uh, there is no Saurian with you. No, the Saurian did not uh, did not join you where you've ended up here. How about my pocket watch? Your pocket watch uh, is still uh, is still on you and is unharmed. Ah, good. Quick, use it to stop time and see if we can reverse... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I can use it to measure time. Okay, I can get a, a rough estimate of how much time has passed since I last was cognizant. You see, you, judging by the last time you checked your watch, um, roughly 45 minutes have, has passed. Hmm, okay. I'll start calculating in my head uh, all the places that I could have reached in 45 minutes while I see what else is going to happen. <laughs> are there any markings on the loud? wall? <laughs> the, walls are, uh, the walls are devoid of markings. There are 
a, a dull brownish gray. They're rough to rough a rough texture, kind of like unfinished granite, but they're uniform. It's it's a smooth cut over a large scale, but if you put your fingers up against it, it's just really kind of rough. No markings, no. Hmm. There are four columns in the room, equidistant and close to the walls. As the light gets better, you can see, and you can also see small, uh, small objects scattered about, equidistant over the the whole area of the room. And it actually, it is your gear. It is you. You see a pistol, uh, a case with knives, uh, uh, an overnight bag, mm. uh, comet cannon, radium sword. They're scattered about on the floor. And the four columns that are close to the wall have impressions in the top of them that uh, that are shaped like uh, a standard five-fingered human hand. Hmm. Scooped out of the... Uh, they're, they're made of the same stone as the entire chamber. I'm sorry, how big are these columns? Are they huge or They're little? About, uh, the, about as big around as a person, and they'd come up to about the middle of your chest. Oh. oh. And there's handprints on them. Yep, they're scooped out shapes of the of the human, the right human hand at the top of each, uh, each little, I shouldn't say columns, I should have said pedestals, because columns implies that it goes mm. all the way up to the ceiling, and these mm. don't. Hmm. Interesting. Why have you done this to me? Why have you kidnapped me? Who are you I've addressing this to? Nothing of the sort. <laughs> oh, can we not see? You can, you've got plenty of light to see each other. Okay, I'm addressing it to the to the group as a whole. Uh, can you keep it down, mate? I've got a right splitting headache. Ah, I thought that was the professor that said that. Was that was you? That was Eric. That was me. Yeah. Oh. Ah. I thought it was Andros. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ah. In Mother Russia, we have a saying. What we have here is a situation. <laughs> Deep. That's You're not kidding. <laughs> what we have here is a situation. I go and start gathering my stuff up very quickly and before I go back to a, a examining these pedestals. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I can I can retrieve my tools and I can begin measuring the hand imprints and see if they are all the same size. Yeah, I re I start reattaching my gear as well. I guess I'll saunter around and collect my stuff too. Make sure nothing's broken. Anybody know how we got here? Oh, my head. Other than a bright light and strange vibrations? No, not really. Well, I have a theory that what we are dealing here with is direct matter transmission. Right, and what's that when she's at home, huh? <laughs> uh -huh. uh, the, the, obviously, the principles are much too difficult to explain to you. Apparently. Yeah, all right. Whatever you say, mate. 
Uh, Drongo Woolamaloo, sticking out my hand to give you a good hearty shake. <laughs> Please watch the fingers. <laughs> I don't be delicate, shall I? <laughs> I am Dr. Anton Boroslav of uh, Moscow Institute for Time and Quantum Physics. Please make your acquaintance, Doc, and give him a right hearty shake. Jog that arm up and down. <laughs> Yes, I will. I will go and reattach my shoulder now. And <laughs> it is, it is yeah. uh, a sense of humor you have, Doc. Give him a good thump on the shoulder as I move on. <laughs> yes, very pleasant, no doubt. Yeah, um, Doctor Gwendolyn Paralandra, uh, archaeologist, Harvard Expedition to Venus. Is this? Is this our? Architecture familiar to anybody? Not me. Never seen it before. Neither have I. I'm going to give. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to give a yum yum, but I am going to give a piece of information to Blind Geek. Yes, this okay. this is familiar architecture to you. You see this kind of. You've seen this kind of carved stone. That particular material, that kind of surface, uh, your whole life. Is this where the auto, 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 one, auto, how the hell do you say that? The auto ones, auto, the cavern dwellers. Cavern dwellers, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> find that name. It's part and parcel of, uh, of that particular building style, yes. Okay. What the hell are they called? As you, in case it's not apparent, I didn't get a chance to reread the book like I said I was going to, because I'm just that organized. You are dead to us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Game's off. I'm leaving. <laughs> no worries. Don't worry about it. Picking up Cavern Dwellers says it all, really. <laughs> you wouldn't know how to pronounce their names, even if I told you. <laughs> you don't see me coming up with it instantly here, either. <laughs> Do we know yeah. these cabin dwellers? Are they like troglodytes? I want to say Ottomans, but I know that's not right. because <laughs> You mean automaton. <laughs> no, it's like... Uh, it, God, well, there's Otrum, the attack Otrum of the furniture. Above, uh... <laughs> no, not the paisley covered... O- what is it? Otrum was the uh, surface people that followed Briggs. That's mm-hmm. right. Briggs was the one that went under. Wait a minute. As no. used in a sentence, the trackers of Otrum soon located Polanski and his cave dwellers. Ah. Right, but there was a big war between the them yeah. and the cave dwellers. And what the hell were the cave dwellers called? They're cave dwellers. Well, the ca- okay. cave or cavern dwellers? I don't All remember right. actually seeing a CDs. They're cave dwellers. <laughs> Polanskiites, if you want to call them. <laughs> <laughs> There's st- stalagmites, stalactites, and Polanskiites. Polanskiites. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that kind of go sideways with slight bends up to the roof. Yeah, uh, too much what, information. What do the cavern dwellers want with us? The who? Cavern dwellers. What are they? And who are you? Are... <laughs> I am Helen Carroll, leopard woman of Venus. Pleased to make your acquaintance, your ladyship. Oh, I'm Tronco Willamaloo. And go over to give her a big hearty handshake. <laughs> and as you so approach her, she draws her radium sword 
back. Oh, oh, fine, fine, fine. Let's so we're a bit friendly. All right. So we're still on 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 Venus then. Still, I wasn't on Venus before. I was. I wasn't anywhere near Venus. <laughs> Me neither. If it comes to that. Wait a moment. You were flying the uh, the uh, spacecraft I was uh, traveling in. You I, I was the the the, the, the <laughs> eccentric maneuvering. Uh, it's it's uh, very important maneuvers for avoidance of asteroids called um, a critical loop de loop maneuvering. And I gotta I gotta step in for clarification here. Yeah. What I what I heard earlier was that uh, Drongo was flying a, a, a transport of uh, goods in a ship, but I don't know that he was actually oh. piloting the one that you were on. Could, it could be. It might not be. <laughs> hey, if, if, if he was, then there's some other people that are in serious shit because he disappeared. <laughs> so long as so long as he was just you know hauling cargo, I got no problem with a ship going astray or something. But well. You can I work that in if you want to. We'll see. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. All these pilots are always doing these these. Yeah, you know, wacky things like going into an asteroid field and then excusing themselves to go to the John. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. I put it on oil pilot. I got to take a crap. I'll be right back. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it was all very necessary maneuvers. <laughs> sorry. Off you go. Bye. Because they are just called the cavern dwellers. Because you're right. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't see yeah. a name. I'm looking through here. Huh. Yeah, there were the like creatures that were already in the caverns called the uh, Moglugs, but mm-hmm. I don't think we're talking about them. No, no, no. These are just the, uh, the 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 splinter group that went underground with mm. uh, Polanski. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Other dwellers. Okay. Okay. So what's all this about Venus? Hello? You're... Venus? Well, most of us were there, or at least the two of us were, if you're, what you're saying is true. I have no reason to lie. The science robots abhor lying. Science robots. Pum, pum, pum. <laughs> That's better. Uh, do we know of the science robots? Or strange? Yeah, Skype didn't like that either. All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh hell. What? Do I need? Do I need to repeat? Or did? Who didn't hear science robots? A poor lying. <laughs> Uh, I heard we, that. I did hear do that. Do we know of these science robots? I should probably take you to them. Go, if you're not from from here, you are. They're going to want to know who you are. It would be it would be an honor to be an honor to be um, introduced. I think uh, delightful people are they. <laughs> that's, that's right. He's like, hey, science, awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Very delightful. They are my masters. Yeah, very good. If I may, if I can find my Saurian, I will see if you if you can fit upon his back. 
What's a saurian? He's a um, lizard. That's right. A lizard? I said his back, but her name is Brandy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? First of all, we should probably find a way out of here. Since I am obviously the the uh, better able to withstand an attack, I will lead. Is there an obvious exit? There is no exit whatsoever. Okay. Have my um, investigation revealed that all of the handprints on top of the uh, pillars are, in fact, the exact same size, or are they different? Uh, they're pretty much the exact same size, slightly slightly larger than the average human-shaped hand, uh, right hand. Ah, okay. That's, slightly that's, larger than the average hand? <laughs> they're not Just like, big enough for them to open up underneath them and let your hand drop through and get grabbed by some mechanical claw and no, sorry. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. You go first. Yes. Is that likely to happen? <laughs> well there 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 are four there are four uh, the four of the little pillars. They're you gotta yeah, it's a circular it's a circular chamber. It's about twenty paces across and the four pillars are far about as far apart as they can be placed okay. in like a little quad thing. Are the handprints low enough that if someone were to casually lean against a pillar that their hand would, I don't know, accidentally rest in the print? <laughs> I just realized I'm an idiot. I said, what would the cavern dwellers want with us? I am one of the cavern dwellers. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but technically yeah, you are. Technically you're not. So did you, you know, home? Are we in your bedroom? Disoriented. Dis disoriented. You Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Disoriented? Oh, oh, God. I've missed you guys. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you're an elite. You're a cut above the cavern dwellers, but yes. indeed you are a part of who they are. So want to protect them even. That. Can we strike okay. that from the record? So, so I have to determine that the, the things are not like individually keyed to us then. I was trying to see if they, they might fit our individual hand sizes, but apparently they don't. Uh, according to your observations, they do not. Okay. They're one-size-fits-all generic. But but is it low enough where if someone were to casually lean against a pillar, one's hand could just kind of coincidentally rest on the print? Hmm. Um, or are they awkwardly placed and you would have to really work for it? No, they're not awkwardly placed. They're about uh, mid-chest height. So we, are you going to intentionally accidentally lean on one? <laughs> no, I would never do such a thing. Just asking, you know. Of course not. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to move things along. Okay, so mm -hmm. since I am among the cavern dwellers, is there? Do I have I seen? I've seen the architecture. Architecture. Jesus. Ah. Architecture. <laughs> <laughs> It might have. <laughs> it might have texture, yes. <laughs> so, is, is there any point in rolling to see if I recognize the surroundings or anything like that? 
It's uh, it's about as straightforward as it can be. There's nothing that you're seeing that they're not that. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but I mean, do I know like where we are as opposed to? I mean, I do. I have I seen the handprints and everything. No, that you haven't. That you haven't okay. recognized before. Okay, I haven't seen. Okay. All right. Um. Well, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I put my hand in one of the handprints. I put the next one over and... Hmm. A slight glow begins to emit uh, from the tops of the pillars. Ah. Low, pulsing, uh, kind of yellowish-green energy. Excellent. Are you, are you experiencing pain? <laughs> Wait up, ladies! <laughs> it is the Gom Jabbar. <laughs> you must keep your hand in the print in the hand in, in the box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I head for another pillar. Wait for me, ladies. I'm coming too. <sighs> All right. I guess if we're in for a penny, we're in for a ruble. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Andros, whatever you had for dinner, have it again the next time. No doubt, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're kicking ass tonight. This is great. I think I, I just uh, this character appeals to me. I know. <laughs> good, good, excellent. Uh, yes, the yellowish green light uh, gets brighter, and the pulsing, uh, slight hum of energy gets faster. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Drongo, you said you were putting your hand in one of the. Yeah. All right. Gonna do it. I'm gonna do it too. Watch this. Okay. <laughs> Any other exits out of this place? The ceiling, uh, the ceiling of the chamber uh, starts to rot. No, it doesn't lower with spikes in it. It starts to rise, rise up uh, away, and um, at the simultaneously becoming transparent, revealing to all four of you that you are at the bottom of a of an incredibly huge funnel-shaped arena. And Helen actually recognizes now precisely where in the caverns she is, and and that is an arena that she has been um, in the audience of in the past. The pleasure pits. This is a gathering. This is not a pleasure pit. (laughs) This is a gathering place uh, for major major events and meetings and ceremonies, etc. It just never had the configuration of the tra- uh, trap room that is new that you've never seen before and neither of any of the hundreds and hundreds of leopard women that are seated in the surrounding galleries that move uh, that uh, appear higher up as the ceiling uh, disappears becomes transparent and floats up out of the way Hmm. Friends and, of yours, and you hear uh, humming, humming, mumbling rhubarb apples, rhubarb apples, all hello, whispering quietly. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, everybody take a yum yum because that was well played for a start. As characters, everybody was who they needed to be. You are about to kick our asses, aren't you? And you're just mm-hmm. trying to beat us up I don't know what you're going to need to stay alive, so what the hell? <laughs> it ain't going to be a fast game, and I don't know what I'm throwing. Yum-yums are going to be handy. They may keep you alive. <laughs> so, yes, everybody take uh, everybody take a yum-yum for that opening scene, because that was very well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
Alright, Andros, from 5 to 6. And Mr. K from 7 to 8. Eight. Eight as well. Wait. You hear um, a very deep, booming, pervasive voice uh, sounding uh, vaguely metallic, which uh, which I can't do, and I don't know that I'm going to play with it in post, but <coughs> it doesn't cough. <laughs> this is promising. The first test is complete, and they have passed. Indeed, all four appear alive and undamaged. They did not try to tear each other to pieces for the baubles that they carried, and they cooperated. Well done. Mumble, 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 talk, speak, 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 mumble, mumble, mumble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. These are not the science... Robots, I'm assuming. Because wouldn't uh, I know? Uh, as as your character, as Helen, you know that they are in fact precisely the science. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. One of them is stuffing a mouse bar into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for the circuits, you know. Mm. Did they, did they think we may she be barbarians? Al- they they could have she just asked. An almond. Yes. <laughs> ah. Hi. And do we hear this in our heads, or no, it's is it audible. actual Everybody sound? Can hear it. Actual sound. Everyone can hear it. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I, uh... Let's see, we're sitting. What's a good way to... I was, I was going to have her prostrate aren't herself. We, aren't we still standing with our hands on the pillars? Oh, are we? Okay. Uh, it's up to you guys. What do you want to do? I assume we were. I kind of figured once everything started opening up and that, and and the crowd became apparent, Gwendolyn probably let go of hers and stepped out towards the middle of the of the room, okay. as you do in an ar- arena. <laughs> <laughs> and I. <laughs> Ta-da. And I did the same. So in that case, I do pros. It's a stupid got that damn Roger Rabbit joke. I now I have to constantly stop myself <laughs> from saying prostate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I prostrate myself. <laughs> Drongo nudges Doctor Stanislav in the ribs and says, "Hey, pile of right-looking Sheilas around here, eh?" <laughs> Check out that beauty over there. Yeah, I think she's giving you the eye, Doc. I think she is. Yeah. I, I believe she is sharpening her dagger. Well, I'm sure that's a friendly gesture in these here parts. <laughs> hmm. Hey, what happened to the funny hat lady? Why is she lying down? You all right, miss? You all, oh, are you feeling faint? <laughs> um... <clears throat> Pointing up towards the vague area of, uh, above, wherever the, those voices sound like, sound like they were coming from, science robots. Yeah, and just saying. That's marvelous. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to talk with a science robot. Oh, <laughs> oh, are these like the lords and masters or something around here? Oh, kind of like the mayors or something. Yeah, like governors, governors. Yeah, I can, I can relate to that. I'm trying to remember the number. There's five of them, right? Wait a minute. It sounds right. 
<laughs> this is the top brass, is what you're telling me. Right, 150 blah, blah blah blah. There's five of them. Then there's orange. There's maroon. No, indigo. What a maroon. Uh, what a maroon. Set up at Where the hell? Science robots. Oh, I skipped right over it. Damn. I can't remember how many there were. Oh crap. Oh well. five. It sounds right. I thought there were five. Anyway, yeah, you see, uh, you see five sets of glowing, um, glowing eyes uh, at the top of something that looks vaguely, vaguely metallic. Fifty feet, uh, sitting like judges uh, over a huge bench in a classic parody of the judge at the bench and you're in the dock scenario in any, in any particular movie or surrealistic setting you can think of but they're about 50 feet above you they're above the audience of the uh, of the leopard women and they just seem to be staring down eyes blinking and, and glowing at, at, at different rates um, observing and you hear uh, you hear one voice she who is known as Helen Carroll may stand I stand Thank you, Master. Why am I being tested? No, you know what? I don't ask that. They would not question the science robots. They obviously have reasons for doing what they're doing. I, so yeah, I say thank you, and that's it. We shall begin the next phase. Um, walls actually shoot up rather quickly. The walls are moving. Uh, out of the floor <laughs> in the chamber that you're standing in um, uh, and, and a pie shaped uh, setup uh, as if uh, slices of a pie were being made um, from the bottom up though and it separates all four of you okay uh, the walls aren't really that high they're only about head height hmm. <laughs> that wasn't very friendly was it uh, and yeah, and so you're all separated. Now I need folks to. Uh, first, I need to find a table, and I need everybody to roll a d20. Set up Thirteen. Yay. Thirteen. Fifteen. That's real lucky. Is Eleven. It? Where the hell is Eleven? Copy Copycat. Yes, I am. Coin goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it goes. Where are the tables? Oh, here it is. The first one in the first column. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, the uh, Dr. Gwendolyn rolled yes. a thir 13, you said? Yes. Okay. 13. <laughs> uh, what we're rolling on is the random mutant animal monstrosity table, and you rolled an elephiel. Is that elephiel. good? Elephiel? An elephiel. Cross between an elephant and an eel. Oh. Um, and I'm sorry. Who who also rolled what? I rolled a fifteen. Uh, fifteen. You rolled a snake bat. Let me see here. Let me just put these names here. <laughs> okay. There's a theme here. He rolled uh, a what? I got dropped. I'm sorry. So did I. Snake bat. Rolled a, Andros rolled a snake bat. <laughs> snake bat. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't call those elephants. 
it, one would think. It. That's a lot easier <laughs> to say than I feel. <laughs> it's more uh, exotic that way. Yeah. True. And who else? Who else rolled what? Eleven. Eleven. And I you also rolled eleven. Copy. Eleven. Both of you. <laughs> I rolled first. Both of you have um have rolled a bee wolf. A bee. A bee wolf. A bee wolf. Yes. Is it the size of a bee? It is a um, half wolf, half bee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but is it a bumblebee size? What did we bumble into this time? God damn. What, what all actually is happening here is the uh, uh, um, the smooth carved walls that you saw before suddenly develop seams in a large rectangular shape that's sliding that slide up and away into your respective pie-shaped compartments. Uh, as the uh, oh. as the walls that came up out of the floor, essentially you've been separated. Your cage has been divided up into four quadrants, mm-hmm. with uh, um, you yourself and you being in your particular. Are they area. translucent now? Can we see what's happening with everybody else? Or they no? are not. No, they're they are opaque, completely opaque, just like the walls were. <coughs> and uh, a, a creature is being let into your little <laughs> space. <laughs> And Nikki and Eric, Beowulf. Uh, and um, uh, now uh, we're going to find out whether I, in fact, can keep, uh, whether you can keep alive and I can, like, figure out how to do this mechanic. What are we rolling against? That would they're opposed, there are going to be opposed rolls. Yes. And I have this stat. Uh, the stats that I'm going to use if I can get my taskbar the fuck out of the way. <laughs> it's helping. It's not helping. It's not helping at all. It really wants to. It's a little helper. Uh, there it is. And I'm going to go again in the order of the icons that I see in front of me in Skype. The leopard woman is probably not going to have much of a hard time here. You recognize a bee wolf being let into your area, and it is uh, immediately going to attack. How the hell does this work? It's going to use... It's going to roll a d20. Hmm. And it's going to come up with a three. Okay, that's sort of a success. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going to put this um I'm going to put this in front of my now this is just this is me doing what I need to do in order to make sure I get this right. I'm going to tell you that this that uh these creatures have a body of 15. Mhm. Okay. They have a brain of 8, they have a nerve of 18. And their job is arena tester at uh, at 15. Their gimmick will be kill. Uh, no, their gimmick um, their gimmick is the fact that their prey can't get away. You know, they have a captive a captive prey. I've always wanted it. to pray to a captive audience. Wait, 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 wait. And that's at 14. Their weakness is that they wish they could escape themselves. They have 
two skills. One is kill at plus four, and one is stalk at plus four. These are badass creatures that I essentially, as a GM, am testing to see whether we'll kill you or not. And science robots are testing to see whether you're strong enough to deal with what they're about to dish out to you mm-hmm. as as a task. And was this still the bee wolf, or has this moved on to one of the other ones? It's still a bee wolf. This is the bee wolf. It's the bee wolf, and in fact, it's actually all the uh, all the creatures. Oh, they're all that strong. They're all that strong. They're Ooh. just uh, one is an elephant, an elephant, right? Cross with an elephant, an eel, and the other is the uh, the bat thingy, the snake bat, snake, snake bat. bat. But the bee wolf can fly too, right? Yes. Yeah, alright. Grizzly fur covered creature that hovers. Can't seem to get very high off the ground, but it does hover and uh, moves quickly from one area to another. And right now it's making a beeline for you. So I. Hey, a beeline! A beeline! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a three. Now, what, that's for. Are we. That's. It's attacking Helen Carroll. Carroll, okay. Well, I'm going to defend with my. Uh, I'm going to defend with my. With my whip. Hmm. And. Let's see. I would assume that I use my stat rather than my leopard women gimmick because it's not like it's a super strength thing. Um, So that's body of 14. Wow, I didn't do much better. I rolled a 4, but I still beat him. So. Okay. And the reason you beat him is because you came closer to the number, the body number that you were rolling. It had a a body number of 15, and it attacked and rolled a 3. You have a body number of 15, and you defended and rolled a 4. Yes. Hmm. Okay. But uh, don't fall into the trap that I fell into at first, and a lot of other people who first start using quags fall into. You don't go by the margin. You go by the actual number rolled. As long as it's below your body number, you're fine. Right. Okay. I'm just making... Like I said, I, I fell into that trap at first. Okay. The difference is one, but there should be bonuses behind using that whip, yes? Oh, uh, yeah. Not, well, there isn't really for attack, but there's a damage bonus. I don't think there's one for... Um, poison damage. Oh, yes, the poison damage. That's right. Okay, so let me... Poison whip has a damage bonus of plus three. Three. And the gimmick, poison... 10. If the whip damage is a target... Now, can we say that the... We can say that the whip damage is a target by 1, right? Then you make a gimmick roll against the victim's body. The victim has got a body of 15. So, the damage already is at plus... Or, the damage is already at 7. Why 7? Wait, 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 wait. wait. How the hell... Because because I rolled a 4... Oh, no, right. it's the difference between... Oh, sh- yeah, you beat it by one. By one, so I'm sorry. So it should yeah, be plus different. four. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So let, let me do the... Uh, sorry about that. Let me do the uh, dam- the poison roll. I'm already breaking the rolls of... Uh, I'm already breaking the rolls of quags. Oh? By being, by being uh, slow with this. <laughs> it's the first... But I'm sorry, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm the first session. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
Uh, okay, I failed my roll, so there is no poison damage, which is just fine because I wasn't really trying to anyway. I was more using it like a lion tamer does. Plus four. Let's see. All right, so it's down to 11. Next up, who, who did I say? Oh, who's in my thing here? Andros. Wait a minute. Yes. Is it Andros? Yes, Maybe. it is. Peter Houstonov, oh. right there in front of me. That's me. Peter Houstonov, the professor, um, is being attacked by a snake bat. Oh, snake bat. Ah. And let me roll a thing here. Let's find out what it gets. It's also rolling against its body. And it gets shit. It gets... Oh, it fails its roll. Oh, good. 18. Win before you start. <laughs> so, yeah, its body was 15. It rolled an 18, which is over, which fails its roll. Um, would you, what would you like to do? I would like to um, swing my pocket watch on its chain and uh, throw it in an attempt to entangle its wings. Hmm. Ooh, like a bolo. Yeah. Pretty slick. Let's see, what would you use for that? Well, that would be anything as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, but that's a skill that you can apply. Oh. Um, that would be... That's the plus one that you would add to what you normally roll. I'm thinking, is it body, brain, or... Ner- I would say body because he's, it's, he's using... It's a physical skill. It's a physical skill, yeah. Yeah. So if you roll, all right. So uh, if you roll an uh, an eight or under, uh, seven. Damn. Yeah. And actually, because he's got, do you mind me throwing these things in? I'm please do, please do, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. As, as if he's got the skill at plus one, if he's using anything as a weapon for this, he yeah. would actually be rolling an eight or under because you add the That's skill. What he, said. he did say eight or under. Wait, your body. Oh, wait, His I thought your body's body is eight. It should oh, be nine I'm or nine. under. I'm, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. I thought you, that, but I didn't say it. That's the other thing I kept doing in the beginning was you, 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 you add the number to the, to you add the skill to the thing before to get your final roll that your roll, number you're rolling against. Cool. In, in a lot of games, you would add it to the die roll, but I mean, that's not the case here. So. So you rolled a seven. Yeah. And I'm going to have a Sharpie that's going to dry out real fast because I just lost the cap. Oh, I hate when that happens. The only thing worse than losing the cap is putting the Sharpie back in your mouth without having put the cap back on. Oh, Which I I didn't actually do this time. But anyway. All right. So if he's rolled a 7, he's done better than the 9 by 2. Mm-hmm. And he has entangled the wings of the snake bat. And can I take that two and subtract it from the body of 15 of the snake bat? I'm wondering. Can I call that damage? Uh, Is that how that actually works? Because he, he, he beat his... Uh, it could either be that or it could be an impediment to whatever it tries to do next. So it would get a minus two modifier yeah. on its next attempt. There you go. Minus two on the snake bat. All right. Dr. Gwendolyn Paralandra. Yes. 
you had the Elephiel. Huge, creepy, tusked, snake-like, but very soft creature I'm moving to crush you against one of the walls or possibly impale you on its tusk. And I'm going to roll again and use Okay, the so oh, I'm there's the cap. <laughs> as I'm kind of backing <laughs> as I come backing towards said wall. Mm -hmm. He's you know just looking so worried with my puppy dog eyes and <laughs> a don't hurt me type thing. You're right. gonna use the gimmick. Yes. Alright. It may be painful if it doesn't work, but... There could be an ouchie here, yes. Yeah, alright. Alright. The gimmick is a 15. I rolled a 9. That's, uh, that's excellent. This is supposed to disappear. My taskbar is supposed to go away. And why is it not? Because it's really yeah. in the way here. And if this usage of the gimmick would would cost yum yums, considering the creature, that's perfectly fine too. But I, you know, that's I have no idea. No, I'll be happy if that. I get. I'll be happy if I uh, comprehend what uh, this actually ought to do. You rolled a nine. Right. The gimmick is fifteen. Correct. That's a difference of six. Does the difference of six matter here, or is it just win or lose? Um, the difference. No, this is just. Well, it would depend on. It would depend. It's you're making a resisted roll, so right. the the thing needs to resist. So the thing needs to roll its nerve. Yes. All right. Where's uh, Batty stats? Its nerve is eighteen. Oh, it was worth a try. Its nerve is eighteen, and I, I haven't rolled a die yet. Yeah. Yeah. And. I got a six. So okay, I, so I resisted it, your your puppy dog eyes gimmick. Yeah. Um. Okay. Drongo Wallamaloo. I'm always going to say it like that because it's so much fun. Hello. Hello. Yes. There's a there's a um a wolf a bee wolf. Wait a minute. Was, did you <laughs> a have bee a wolf. Bee? Okay. I got a bee wolf too. Yeah. Yeah. Coming at you with wow, sharp... you're a likely looking lad, aren't you? All right, then, who's a good boy? Good boy, just like my grandpa Keith. <laughs> you gotta treat him with kindness, treat him with kindness, and he'll always be your friend. And I reach in my pocket and I pull out some lumps of probably jerky, maybe a jelly baby or two. Right then, who's a good boy? And I it rolled the uh, <laughs> attacked on its body of 15. Yeah. And it rolled a 17, so it missed. <laughs> Yay. And went... <laughs> what are you going to do to it? Uh, so it didn't go for the jerky? It may have <laughs> gone for the, uh, it may have gone for the jerky in passing, but... Uh, <laughs> well, if you can't get him with kindness, get him with cruelty. That's also what me Grandpa Keith said, so I'm going to try and nail it with my trusty, dusty giant frying pan. Well, it's not giant frying pan. My lucky frying pan. Knock it out of the sky. Okay, on that one you would be you would be rolling body. I'm pretty sure. I can't 
can't fly it, maybe I can cook it. <laughs> there you go. Maybe those wings in a light Bernays sauce. Mm. <laughs> Pecan crunchiness? No. Anyway. How do you, you marinate something like that? Carefully, so, yeah, mate, roll, carefully. Roll a d20 and let's see which I mean, number these works. I got a... Oh, which way's the dot go? Um, I'm pretty sure it's a nine. Okay. They're side by side, a dot, but I'm pretty sure it's a nine, because the other one, yeah, the other one, if the dot is at the bottom, is a six. So I got a nine. And your body is what? Twelve. <clears throat> My body is twelve. All right. All right. It failed its roll uh, by completely by going two over. You made your roll by going three under. Yeah. Which number do I use to apply damage? The big is one. Is it the difference? Is it the difference between the nine and the twelve? Uh, because no, because she, because it failed its roll. Right. It failed uh, its attack roll. Yeah, and she. Hmm. We're almost treating this like two separate attacks, and normally. Although I still think the same rule applies because it was almost like a defense slash attack at the same time. I would say that because he failed his roll, the uh, damage is is the number that she, what did she, what did Nikki roll? Sorry, I, she rolled a I nine. Rolled nine. Yeah. Then that would be how much damage is applied by the fire frying plus the damage bonus of the frying pan. I don't know if my pan has any extra bonus, but it's something I got in my pack. Um, yeah, the frying pan, a uh, big hefty frying cast pan. iron. Cast yeah. iron frying. Yeah, I give that a plus one. Oh, thank you. Although I'd have to actually up the pistol quite a bit. <laughs> I think I should. Hmm. I mean, uh, a gun is a plus one. But then again, it calls animals, animal teeth, arrows, and swords a plus one as well. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> Well, for this session, let's call it a plus one on the frying pan. Okay. And you said the difference between nine and twelve would be the damage? No, I would say nine plus one, so ten, would be the the damage taken. Damn, really? Well, he failed his roll, so he's nothing to resist with. Cool, all right. Right across the nose, that's how you Where's the the twelve coming from? I missed that. Twelve is her body. It's the, it's the number she had to roll under, or uh... oh right, no, that's what I'm saying. You you don't go by the margin; you go by the number rolled. As long as it's under the body or under okay. the stat, so yeah, nine plus one for damage bonus would be ten. Uh, the B wolf failed his roll, so he has nothing to resist that ten with. So that ten gets taken. Wow. Yeah. Unless the cool. B wolf has yum yums that he wants that you want to use it to resist the damage. They all have yum-yums. I just uh, didn't want to start gumming up the works by spending those before knowing exactly whether this... I'm just giving you your options, sir. <laughs> I, thank you for... Indeed, thank you for reminding Ixnay me. Ixnay on the um-yum, um-yum day. <laughs> all right, that... Uh, yeah, that takes Here's the wolf that. bee... That takes Strongo's wolf bee from 15 down to 5. Roy. <laughs> Blind Geek. Yes. Um, what did that do? It took it to your your uh, your wolf bee is at eleven currently. 
I have a question about the walls. Are is it like uh you said the walls only come up to about our head level, so we could slightly above your heads, yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm going to try and jump on this thing's back. You're going to leap onto the wolf beast's back. Yep. Okay. Let's see. That would be body. That actually might be leopard woman leopard woman of Venus because he's pretty high up in the air, I would assume, flying. Well, I, I would say it's not getting any any higher than uh, eight or nine feet at its top, at its peak. It's more interested in um, swooping in and attacking you than getting okay. any elevation. Okay. Uh, so, but it's still leaping eight or nine feet into the air is pretty damn. For pretty a leopard damn. woman. Okay. Well, then, okay. It's a judgment call. Do I roll my leopard woman gimmick, or do I roll my a straight body roll? I would just do a straight body roll. Okay. Okay. Shit. Where's Wait a minute. Well. Where's the gimmick? The first quirky success of the game. You rolled a one. I did. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. All right. But yes, Helen Carroll has managed to leap successfully. Um, onto the the back of the wolf bee, as as it uh, as it was repositioning itself and swerving back in and and uh, diving in down towards her, and having left left upon its back, it swerved, lost control of itself, and you know how a pie shape comes to a point at the center of a circle. <laughs> yep. Well, the two of you kind of go careening into that little that little point, and just Ooh. go bleh, bang. Get to the Ow. corner. Ouch! It makes a very loud, very loud noise. But um, uh, let's see, you rolled a you rolled a one. It affords you the opportunity um, to shake off the stun. And uh, let's say that the wolf bee is going to have a minus three penalty on the next thing it tries. Because uh, you were on top of it when you crashed into that point. Moving on so it, to it's having an I I I moment. Pretty much, it's seeing blue birdies <laughs> flying around its head, <laughs> and and there aren't any on Venus, which is pretty impressive. Mm. And uh, our mad scientist from Russia. Yes. Um, <laughs> the snake bat has He's had its wings tangled. He's flopping around there on the ground in front of me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and well, actually, it's not flopping around. It's just no longer flying because its wings have been tangled up with pocket watch chain. But that's it is what, not just a bat; it's also a snake. It's slithering toward you. Ah, uh, just a bat. It's also it's a bat and a snake. <laughs> Relax, kids. And a floor shine and a deter- dessert. And a floor wax. That's right. Oh gosh, I'm going. I, I want. To, I want to tip my. I want to. Um, hmm. I guess I better just forcefully. Tip my case of instruments onto it. <laughs> mm, hard dump of many metal objects onto the snake. No, 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 just the whole case. Oh, the whole case. Yes. Okay, a bludgeoning weapon. Yes. Like a, like a like a like a deadfall. Bull get a plus one if it if it succeeds. Um. 
I can't think of anything else other than body on that roll. I'm being difficult, I know. <laughs> Don't, no, you're fine, whatever. <sighs> you have to grab whatever comes to hand. He's not now, a fighter, a but he can be violent at times. <laughs> now, wait a minute, we can make this number higher because you've yeah. got the anything can be a weapon, so that's a that's plus the, one. Right. So that means you have to roll a nine or under. I don't know if using scientific instruments counting as, counts as doing science. <laughs> Since I'm not using them properly. <laughs> You're observing the effects of blunt of a blunt trauma <laughs> object on the local fauna. I just don't like snakes. It'll count if you write down precisely what happens afterwards if you live. Okay. So that's, let's see, one, three, what, is that justification enough? I don't care. Plus three, plus one, four. It's a very 12. heavy case. Okay, so you're going to have to run, you're going to have to roll a 12 or under. Oh, no problem, I rolled a six. Dig it. Okay. Mm. Oh, he's got to defend. Mm -hmm. What's he going to use to defend? Mm, slither plus three. <laughs> Looking for my bet, my betty stats, let's see. Fifteen, because that's just a straight attack. Fifteen. He rolled. Where is he? Shit! Now I don't throw a d20 into a bowl with two other identical d20s. You'll never know what <laughs> yeah. you rolled. Yeah. You, you need to take the others out of the you bowl. You need to take the others out of the bowl. Okay. Where are you? He rolled a 13. Ah. So he defended he defended well. Okay. So we okay, have, what so is it, the difference between 6 and 13 now? I think so. Okay. Or does that just mean that he defended, because he didn't attack you? I don't know, Eric? Yes. Yeah, Blind Geek, uh, not Blind Geek, <laughs> Andros rolled. Yeah. Andros rolled a um, six. Is that correct? Yes, I rolled a six. To, to okay. beat a 12. His target number that he had to get a uh, match or be below was a 12. He rolled a six by mm -hmm. trying to smash the snake thing over the head with his instrument case. Yeah. The snake thing defended by rolling a uh, 13 mm -hmm. to be under his 15 body and number. And snake, snake defended. Right. Okay. No, we're no, it, but there's no damage it applied. Up, no it, damage it, applied. It, it ended up rolling higher. Yeah. So. Uh -huh. But Andrus doesn't take damage or anything. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't it think was, no. It wasn't no. attacking him. Okay. No. Well, see, that's the difference when you're doing melee versus ranged combat. When you take mel, when you're doing, which is this is more of a melee melee combat. Yeah. So in that case, I think, if I remember the rules correctly, I think. The winner causes damage to the loser. In ranged combat, each thing is separate. So if this was ranged combat, then you would just say, okay, no damage was done because he beat the roll. In mm -hmm. melee combat, I think you do take damage. Yeah. Since we are both pretty much trying to attack each other. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at it here, page 24, hand-to-hand -hand combat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Claw-to-suitcase combat. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What what conclusion have we reached here? I'm not understanding. Is it? Oh, is it, is it Andros does take the, damage. He does. Yes, take he does. Damage. 
Okay. So the difference between 15 and... Nine. Jesus. Wow. Huh? That's nine, right? The snake bat had 15. That's Andros six. Andros' body is eight. Mm -hmm. and he no, 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 wait. Andros rolled a six, right? Yes. Andros rolled a six. Yes. Yes. So that's, and, yeah, that's nine points. And the snake bat rolled a 13. Oh, 13. A thir oh, 13. So that's ah, seven points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Plus, plus Did you any just kill off Andros? Plus any damage bonus that applies from whatever he was doing. That's okay. Andros has yum yums. Yes, oh, I do. All right, then. I thought I was doing well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, this would normally take Andros down from eight to one on oh. health points. All so right. How do, so, you, how, how, do you how can this? I apply yum yums? <laughs> uh, one yum yum. I'm up sorry. Until, up until three, up until uh, your body number. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's up until your actual body number. Uh, one yum yum gets you back three health points. I think when it comes to getting damage back, it's just one yum yum gets three points back regardless of. Okay. Uh, mm. Actually, re uh, avoiding or reducing damage, it's one yum yum per three. Okay. Damage. So that's good. Good. Uh, yeah, you want to buy that damage d um, down from six to something, or to nothing? <laughs> yeah, that, that two yum yums. Absolutely. All right. Okay, Let's I'll spend two yum yums. Six to uh, four. Did the snake back take any any damage? The snake defended uh, uh, completely. Oh, okay. So hmm. it didn't take any damage on that particular attack. I thought lower was better. I thought. Uh, and Skype did thirty damage, and God. <laughs> <laughs> and Skype destroyed us all. All right, so you're still at eight uh, health points. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, where where are we here? Ah, Gwendolyn, Doctor Doctor. Yeah. Paralandra. I don't have uh, any damage marked here either way. No, because I, I I tried to... You tried to, yeah, charm it out of not hurting you. Right, and that didn't quite work. So, yeah, well, let's see, I'm going to see if I can get a, a gun drawn and bang at it. Would a two-fisted archaeologist work for that? I'm going to say yes, because... Uh... That's what I picture Indy doing yeah. when the guy approaches him with a sword. So with that and shooting, I need that's a fifteen. So let me roll and see what I got. Twelve. Dig it. Nice one. And it's going to try and defend. It rolled a six. Okay, so it. Now that's a nine-point difference between its um, a number. And you were a lot closer to your number. I think. But you're going by the numbers, so that doesn't really yeah. matter. So I, I I rolled higher, so I hit, right? Yeah, I knew you. Uh, I knew you hit uh, as soon as you. Um... Well, that's right. All right, so you I had it up to fifteen. You rolled a twelve. Think. No, I think I. If you both succeed, then you you fire. But he wait. That's a good question. I'm so now I'm second guessing myself. I've always a resisted roll, right? Uh, it would be in the ranged, ranged combat. The com Single ranged roll combat. ranged combat. I would say 
I've heard this explained in a computer voice about 15 or 16 times. Well, it's weird. When I Game Master, I have no problem with this. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm going, wait, am I, was I uh, doing that right all this time? combat is handled with a resisted roll. And resisted roll... Da, 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 da. Resisted roll, on the other hand, has been two characters are directly competing against one another. Most often used in combat, but can also be used in two characters engaged, blah, 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 blah. To make a resisted roll, both players make simple rolls. If one person succeeds, then blah, blah, blah. If both succeed, the character with the highest roll wins. Right. If both succeed, the result is a tie, the GM made a clear steal or whatever. So, so basically, I think I hit it. Yeah, you hit it. Yeah, people you, concur. you won. Your roll was higher. So Your yeah. roll was higher, but what damage does it take? The, the What was its roll? It rolled a uh, crap. <laughs> well, so so was that seven or oh, a eleven? Six. It rolled a six. <laughs> it oh, rolled a six, see. and it wanted to beat a fifteen. Right. So oh yeah, of course. So it wanted to beat fifteen. It rolled a six. So that's uh, nine points. So simply subtract the losing roll from the from the winning roll. Right. So what did it roll? A six. Six. So that's six with and the pistol I believe has a plus one damage modifier. At the moment, I think I'm gonna so raise that. Seven points. Unless we you decided that it's it's actually a, a like ray pistol or something. Well at the This um, is the this is the future after all, but <laughs> I'll, I'll I will do whatever. At the moment we're gonna leave it at plus we'll leave it at plus one and okay. uh, raise it. Um, I know I'm gonna raise that later on. So that's seven points. Seven points. Uh from fifteen the creature is down to an eight, I think. Yes. Good. And so let's see. if I spin yum yums to increase damage. No. Yay! Do it. What the hell? Uh, where's the yum yum listing? <laughs> oh, it's is pretty it? close. Yeah, it is pretty close. Let me see here. Chapter four. Chapter four. Chapter four. Yum yums. To increase damage, when a character successfully attacks an opponent, you may increase the amount of damage caused by spending yum yums. Each yum yum spin increases the damage by three points. That seems pretty strong, actually. I like it. But if I spin mm. three yum yums, then I can take it down. So right? be it. Done. What's up to you? <laughs> Done. I'm at. I am at five. That opens up all kinds of options for you now. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Oh, you have like, eight. Oh, cute. Like, oh, cute, cute. Arr, bang! <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! <laughs> I told you, I told not, you to not to hurt me. That <laughs> 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 takes you all the way down to five yum yums. How will you live? Uh, excellent. That's great. Okay, cool. So, um, uh, next next up is uh, is uh, Drongo Wallamanu. Yes, and Your I've been bee. listening, and I have a plan. <laughs> oh, good. Your wolf bee is at five. Is it five? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, if if it's trying to, like, stagger on past me again to try and have another go, which is fair, fair, mate, go on, um, I want to try and, and jump on its back and drive it, and if that doesn't work, take the yum-yums, and I'm ramming its butt into the ground. So you're if, gonna try for uh, what is it? Was your your gimmick is drive anything? Drive anything, which is actually less than my body, which I hadn't realized. I thought I'd given it more, more points than that, but 
It's a 10. It's my job. I only have 10 for my job. So you need to roll a 10 or under. Or, or I mean, if it's just jumping onto it to try and... But it would be, once I was on there to try and control it, would be my job. So, um, so yeah, so it's probably my job rather than my body, right? Well, if you need to get uh, onto or off of an animal or into or out of a truck or a vehicle... Mm-hmm. That's job. You do that a lot. You could you can use job or you can use body, but if you use body then you can't apply you can't apply job. I would use I would I would go for body to try and just jump on the thing. Okay. There is the second chance roll though. That's right. That is correct. So so, all right, so I'm gonna try and and jump on it with the idea that once I'm there, I can I'm gonna fly him. Because look at the wings on him. <laughs> God, I bet he's fun. Unless you kill him. Well, well, he's a slight byproduct and a chance I have to take. <laughs> you you know? sat on him and went squash. <laughs> You're willing to take that chance. Life is danger. Life is danger. All right, I'm get, go. i got to tell you, folks, I'm getting a little less worried about what this world has to throw at you. So. <laughs> and it may just be the dice, but who knows. Anyway, I'm going to roll. I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight, and you needed to beat a 12. Yes. I have four, I rolled... which only leaves it with one point, right? So if I give you a yum-yum, have I killed it dead? <laughs> I rolled a nine. Uh-oh. I needed to beat a 15. And you rolled a what? An eight? eight? And I needed to beat a 12. All right. My roll defended at one point higher than your roll succeeded. Yes. Or does that make any sense? It does. I... He You won. It was a resisted roll, and you won it. Okay. And in, in the case of a hand-to-hand melee, that means that Trongo takes one point of damage. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Right. So I'm down to 11, if and I now I'm really mad. So I'm going to be... Uh, right. I'm going to be... Uh, be brave, buckaroo. <laughs> so, no that, uh, now that's your health point. That doesn't take your body down. That just takes your health point number right. down from from twelve to eleven, to 11. Right. at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Okay. And uh, ne- uh, next, uh, the leopard woman. Oh, is this correct? Yeah. The the uh, the. The uh, bee, wolf bee that has been attacking you has had its little proboscis snout nozzle bee-eyed face head thing jammed into a corner. I will never. Don't ask me to say that again. Jammed <laughs> into a corner, and it has a negative three modifier against anything that it wants to try or do, and it is at eleven hit points, health points. Okay. I think it wants to turn and snap at you with its uh, snarly, fangy proboscis. Mm. I can't even picture this thing. I was like, wolf bee. <laughs> what the hell does that look like? It probably looks like your worst nightmare. Yeah, uh, a wolf with with bee wings and... And bee eyes, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A Fuzzy yellow and black body. Exactly. Gruesome thing. Yeah, it wants to turn and snap at you, and it's going to roll against body to do that. And it rolled. What's with this? Is this a broken die? <laughs> I don't know, but my wife was telling me she was leaving the house, so I don't know who's up. 
It's you. It's me. Oh, it is yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. I thought so, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, it's your wolf bee turning to snap at you. It needed okay. to beat. Uh, all right, it needed to beat a fifteen, but no, it, need, it needed actually to beat a twelve. And it did anyway because it rolled a six. Okay, rolled a six. So that penalty um, was applied to the number it was going to roll against, right? That minus three penalty from last right. time. The number okay. it's applied to the number that you're going to roll against. So yeah, you did it right. Okay, so its its body was fifteen. Uh, I took that down to twelve. It rolled a yep. six anyway. Yep. That is correct. So it's snapping at you. All right, I'm gonna whip at it again. I'm kind of playing with it, like a cat plays with a mouse. Um, and yet it's this is normal daily fare for you. <laughs> Why? I rolled a seven. That's bad. Well, what did you, what did he roll? It rolled a six uh, oh, okay, to beat so a twelve. I still, I still beat it. Okay, barely, but uh, so the whip just <laughs> grazes it. Um, okay. Took one point of damage. Oh, plus the uh, plus the. There's plus a plus three. one. Oh, plus three Wait, for the whip. What's? I mean, hang on. Zeke, move out of the way, buddy. I can't see my thing. Um, the, whip the whip does. Oh, a plus three bonus on the whip. Yeah. The damage. Okay, so that's uh, four. And you can still roll the uh, poison. Yep. Thing. And it rolled a six. So, if I make the. I didn't. Never mind. All right, then. All right. It's down to seven. Seven uh, points. And I think we're going to go one... We're, we're just going to... Um, yeah, we're just going to go uh, down... Uh, go until we get to... Uh, um, Drongo. Hmm. So it's uh, Andros up next. Okay. <sighs> well, it managed to slither away as I try to drop my suitcase on it. Yeah, that was pretty pretty nasty. I know. Okay, well, I've only got one thing left I can do, I think. Well, I've got a couple of things, but I'm going to try first. <laughs> Is As it tries to lunge at me again, I'm going to use my slide rule to... Pro to <laughs> thrust it into its mouth to keep its jaws from snapping. Wow. Don't know what a slide rule is for. I do. <laughs> now we do. <laughs> it's for propping open snake bat mouths. Right. Anything could be a weapon. There's a plus one there. That, yep, it's uh, a scientific instrument if you want to give me a plus for that. I have a feeling we're going to be justifying those two items together quite often. Yeah. Since uh, <laughs> that's what I have. It's what you got. It's anything in your <laughs> weapon. You're doing science um, mm -hmm. because you're using a slide roll. Yeah, better not Plus spend it either. Eight. And I think you're going to need to roll a 12. That means, again, you're going to need to roll a 12 or under. Uh, can I use a yum yum for that? You absolutely can. Okay, because I rolled a 13. Oh, dear. So I want to use a yum-yum. Do we, do we, is there a... Uh, let's see. Do, do a what? A second chance roll in, oh. that's justifiable with his gimmick or his skill. His gimmick is fix any machine. That doesn't apply here. Quantum scientist doesn't apply it's here. Robot. Bat, snake bat. I'm sorry? 
Is it a robot snake pet? It is not. I'm afraid it's organic. Huh. Let's see. And he made a body roll already to do he that? He made a body roll, yeah. yeah he needed to beat a 12, and he got a 13. 13. Yum Yums do, uh, I mean, spending Yum Yums do allow for a reroll. Okay. And I forgot how many there are. Uh, three, that takes. Three, three Yum Yums for a reroll. Oh, my. Okay. okay. Wow. We're left. It's up to you. Um, the odds, the option. If it if it fails in its role, then nothing happens, right? Uh, if it fails in its role, then actually, what am I rolling against here? <laughs> I'm rolling against an attack by slide roll to defend. Well, and I'd be using body to do that. Yep. Let's just see what happens when I do that. Mm. All right, eight. Mm -hmm. So if I defend it successfully with an eight, and he failed with a thirteen, and he failed with a thirteen, he doesn't take eight points of damage, does he? Yeah, he does. So I might as well go for the reroll anyway, because it would cost about the same. It's not the difference between 8 and 13? It's See, not that's 5? That's I always thought it was. I always thought no, it was because he failed his... Resi it would be if he had succeeded. If he had rolled... What's his number? 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If he had rolled a 12 or or under... <coughs> right. Then he would only take... Well, actually, then it would be he, the difference? Okay. It would, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I said 12 or under. It'd be... Have we been taking well, into account any minuses to the snake bat because it's somewhat impaired? I was just going to ask that. Do you actually yeah. still roll against its original body points, or no, do you, you roll at what it is the, now? You yeah. Minus the modifier. Because it, it had a minus two modifier because yeah. of the tangling of the wings. Right. It doesn't have the agility it had. Yeah. yeah. So it would have to be the twelve with the eight, mm. or rather the nine that it just rolled. Oh, okay. okay. So it was still under. That what is it, significant. Still, that is an important thing fun. to remember. But it is still under. Okay. I guess the question the the question that I'm I'm trying to resolve in my head is, okay, it rolled a nine to beat uh, what got what essentially is not a twelve, thirteen because it's minus two. Mm -hmm. It's using fifteen to defend. It rolled a nine. The modifier takes the fifteen down to thirteen, so that means there's a four point difference between the nine and the t and the target Ooh. number, and it's that four points that I thought was always the one that was counted on for damage. Not it is. It is if they both succeed, but he he failed his role entirely. He failed his role entirely. So he basically zigged when he should have zagged, and the mm -hmm. thing went bam. Okay. Ah. So your choice here then, Andros, is to spend it. Who did I lose, by the way? If he had, that if was, he that had was me. One, oh, and okay. me. Oh, if dear. he had succeeded, but the attack roll was still higher. Mm-hmm. Then you would take the difference between the two, and that would be the damage that is done. Okay, so his I mean, choices now are to spend a yum, uh, spend three. Is it three yum yums for a reroll? Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. Or uh, take the eight points of damage and then spend three yum, three uh, yum, three yum, yum yums two, to put no, it down to zero. Yeah, three or, yum yums to take them up to eight. Or you could always go somewhere in the middle and spend one yum yum to take it down to five. Or two yum yums to take it down to two. Let's see. Um, 
I'll spend one yum yum to bring it down to five. That way, I'll, I'll still have three in reserve. I'll take your health points to to three. That takes your health points to three. Yeah. All right. Down to three. <laughs> what was that you were saying about not worrying not about worrying what about, the game well, was yeah. throwing? <laughs> the I know. may need some armor or uh, some well, vitamins or both. Yeah. Uh, well, it could happen. Didn't, uh, didn't anticipate one to one-on-one combat here. <laughs> uh, science robots are thorough. They like to test their investments. I see. Uh, all right, so we're going to move on to Gwen, Doctor Gwendolyn. Wait a minute. Yeah, I you, get you. Have, you've already taken out your. Uh, you've taken out your elephant eel. Yep. So, so what would you so, like to? Do? Uh, how how high are these walls? They're just a little bit above your head. Can I try to jump up and climb up? At at your leisure. Cool body roll. I would say yes. Body of twelve. Roll of six. Excellent. You are positioned either on the other side of or at the top of uh, these walls that top popped of. up out of the ground. Excellent. Give me a vantage over all of them and see who needs help possibly in that. So. Yeah. And considering uh, what. And considering what time it is, uh, I'm, I'm going to um, jump the gun here and give you an additional uh, additional initiative. <laughs> if you spot something that you'd like to go after right now, um, go ahead. See how close in is Andros's character to the snake bat? Oh, it's pretty close. I'm sitting here trying to f- uh, waving a, a slide rule in its face. <laughs> I've got shooting plus three. <laughs> so with the two fisted archaeologist, the shooting plus three, that's a fifteen, and I roll oh crap, I'm going to <laughs> Could you just break a slide rule? Because that is so mean. <laughs> well even a missed shot could distract it. I rolled an eighteen. <laughs> You rolled an 18. It wasn't expecting anything, and it's still paying full attention to the mm. professor. But uh, the fact that you leaped up at the top to the top of the wall and fired at uh, the, the creature the that was attacking the person mm-hmm. in another chamber has excited more murmurs from the massive crowd above. And the fans on the sides of the heads of the robots are spinning faster and blowing more air over their little... Tiny That's not good. <laughs> Drongo, Drongo, you, uh, you, you were, you, your creature was down to five. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a. Somebody has a minus one. Has a minus one. It has a minus one to something, or is that is that left over from something else? I should have made notated my little minus one. Anyway. I have, oh, I have a minus one on my health point. So uh, I lost right. a health point. Okay, that's right. You went from. Uh... <laughs> okay. Drongo, 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 Willamadu. Right. There he is. It's yes, Drongo. twelve down to eleven. He's trying to decide if he wants to try and attack it with his cleaver or if he wants to jump the wall too. 
Just leave it. See you, mate. <laughs> well, it's a wolf bee. It can fly up over the wall and come after you. Pretty easily, actually. Pretty easily? Oh, but, right. I guess yeah. I'm stuck with it then. Okay. Or you could spend two yum yums. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm actually, I'm ready to spend the yum yums to take it down, but I have to do an action that would actually... And describe it spectacularly. Yes, of course. It would only take two yum-yums, I believe. <laughs> then they're yours, my friend. Alrighty. And the cleavers come into play. I've had enough. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my granddad used to... I'm sorry, I'm not going to play your character. You can't your... beat him with cruelty. My granddad, Uncle Keith, said, chop him up and put him in the pot. That's what he always said. And that's a tip for you, mate. <laughs> right. So essentially you... you uh, charge the sucker and slice, dice, chop, and peel? Um, pretty much, yeah. Ginsu. Okay. This other don't have good survive yet. <laughs> now that the... It's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the death of that creature and um, the uh, uh, leopard woman obviously essentially having pretty much full control <laughs> over what's going on with her creature. This is nothing new and nothing particularly challenging to Helen. Um, I don't know. I rolled a one earlier. That almost that might have been some overconfidence there. You know, so I'm on, done. on your home turf, not really paying attention. Maybe you know. I'm gonna draw my in one fluid motion. Draw my sword from its scabbard and in a looping, uh, bring it up over my head and slash the wolf bee in the chest. S stab full bore. Okay. And I will roll. Let's see. I sent that link. I sent the link to that music in the. Uh, in the uh, yeah. Ooh, you're and I roll a spectacular friggin' three. You rolled a three. Uh, the the um the wolf bee. No, you had a. Wait, wait, yeah, wait! You before you do anything, bee, right? though, I'm going to spend some yum yums to up that. Okay. Um, it's three up to the body number, and then one after that. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, I'll spend three yum yums to make it twelve. Okay, it rolled a twelve as well. Ah, mm -hmm. crap! Oh, scary. She's a little rusty on her wolf bee disposal methods, eh? <laughs> I rolled a 12 to beat a, to beat a 15. Went for the flash. Okay, I forget what happens when they're Sorry, tied. How many yum You said three you spent? Yep, I'm down right, to five. That takes you to five. So that's uh, essentially you, you guys tied. Yep. All right. I can't remember what happens in a tie. Um, this is what happens in a tie. A tie with the... Hmm? Yes. Uh, tied, uh, tied, tied die rolls. Yeah. GM, it's up to you. Yeah. At this point, uh, what happens is the lights get considerably brighter very quickly, and what looks to be the the Helen Carroll will recognize this energy as something similar to a lightning gun. It isn't actually a lightning gun, hmm. but uh, uh, four shafts of sparking energy come down from the ceiling mm. uh, one hits a patch on the floor where a dead uh, a dead uh, snake bee is in pieces 
Um, another one comes down where an elephant, uh, is also dead, and it just cleaves it in half. And any remaining life in the other attacking creatures is instantly halted as it is vaporized by, uh, pretty much a lightning bolt from above. And as the smoke clears, there's even, um, there's even more conversation okay. muttering. No one cheered or shouted or got excited in the stands the leopard women all behaved as uh, tame and scientifically as possible during this obvious uh, science robot test now I was on its back when the thing disappeared so can I do I need to make a roll to land on my feet no okay cool <laughs> you don't is my pocket watch okay <laughs> and the pocket watch is okay <laughs> I do have the ears and the stinger don't I the pocket Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. You can, uh, you, you can, you can uh, scavenge for whatever parts got blown aside in the energy thing. Your pocket watch is intact, but very, very hot at the moment. You may want to wait for it to cool down. That's okay. I'll just um, pick it up at the end of the um, slide rule. There you go. Uh, and uh, the uh, science robots uh, congratulate their subjects well no they don't congratulate the subject they essentially announce to each other well, phase two of the test has yielded very interesting results this is very positive we shall proceed with phase three mm. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> phase three mm-hmm. mm. Will there be cake in phase three? The cake is a lie. lie. Um, (laughs) Wow, folks. uh, Uh. I'm reminded of the ship combat in Swashbuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Guys. But I'm I'm actually a lot happier about how this went because, wow, am I going to listen to this about 60 or 70 times before we meet again? (laughs) So yeah, and, and, I mean, well, yeah, the thing is that the the Quags rules are a lot lighter than the rules in Swashbucklers and the Seven Skies. That's what I'm saying. It's like that. This is supposedly supposed to be the simplest damn thing you could do, aside from flipping a coin. Well, I don't and know yet, why. I, I don't know why I forgot what happens when you make resisted. It's like I do that all the time when we were playing Sex Lies and Ultra Spies and everything. And for some reason, when it was you trying to figure it out, my mind just went. Well, I mean, I, I'm coming at it from, okay, I, I get the numbers, I see what numbers are occurring here, but how does one number apply to another? What gets subtracted subtracted from what? What's counted as damage? What's counted as... And then you get to the thing where, 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 you're, uh, where you're trying to beat a difficulty number. And then it's not, not a difficulty number, a weakness. And then it's not rolling under, because in that case your weakness wins but rolling over so that your weakness doesn't take effect. You know, it's... it's it's Right, you're essentially I, rolling... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I, I just... Uh, I like it. It works. It's fine. I just got to get used to it. And It is a little counterintuitive at first as far as that part goes. And I think the thing that a lot of... that you, It's easy to get hung up on is the difference between... The numbers. You, yeah. you keep thinking you want to go for the margin of. You want to look at the margin of success. Usually, the margin of six of how well you rolled. The only thing that you really care about is 
closer to your number is better, but the only time that really makes a difference is when you're talking about the degree of success. How, if you ever need to know, like, was it that I barely eked by or that I just was amazing? And then you want, yeah. you know, and then you use the number that you rolled as your degree of success on that little chart yeah. in there. So, but when you put in, a, a, but in a, combat, a simple it, roll. Huh? A simple roll. Right. In a combat, it's a resisted roll. And then it's like if you both have to beat a 12, and you roll a 9, and he rolls an 11. Then he wins. Then he wins. Because it's higher. And what that means is... What, you know? What that means is he just did uh, two points... Two points of damage to you, or 11 points of damage to you? Two. Two. Because you both beat it. Okay. You you both succeeded in your rolls, whereas if you if you if your defense roll you failed, then he would then, do eleven points of damage. Right, yes. because because your defense is effectively zero at that point. Wow, that's harsh. Well, that's don't fail your defense roll. <laughs> and yeah, that's what yum yums are for. Exactly. All right. So yeah, there's definitely going to be some uh, there's going to be some numbers changes here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you didn't hear that from me because I'm not ever supposed to tell you shit like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. We've we've uh, we've been introduced to uh, the leopard women of Venus, actually hundreds of them, by being put to the test in front of them right away, huh. and uh, not a hell of a lot of atmosphere yet, but situational danger. Oh, did my shirt get torn in an interesting manner? <laughs> no, Captain Corrigan, your shirt did not Damn. get torn. Damn it. You do have cutlery that can affect... Perhaps such... I lost a cork off my hat. That's I hate it possible. when that happens. <laughs> yeah, we may... There's a new supplement for Sex Lies and Ultra Spies that's due out fairly soon. I don't know when exactly, but I know it's next on the Hex Games docket. Mm-hmm. We may have to bring out those characters again for a... Oh, did Dr. Gwendolyn's outfit get torn in an interesting manner? I don't know, did it? <laughs> it's it's called Spy uh, Racers. It's probably nice. still too early in the in the the story for that. Okay. But probably eventually. All right. Then. <laughs> yeah. Probably I'm when pretty she reaches, sure mine did. When she reaches the line, <laughs> what truck? Then <laughs> then you can pray once again. Um all right, Spy Racers and uh at some point the gutter scratch is going to have to write the fiasco playset based on Galactic Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, via, the fiasco. Oh, I we I I played Cosmic Patrol last Monday. Yeah, that game is actually really fun. It's it's uh, once you get the hang of the rules, which there aren't very many rules to get the hang of, and you realize, like. This, the mechanic is the same regardless of what you're doing. So once we realized that, we were coming up with all kinds of cool things our characters could do. And we didn't have to worry so much about, okay, you're, you're grappling versus this. So how do you... None of that. It, it's just you have a combat stat. And if you want... If you're fighting, unless you have a specialization like my laser pistol that over that you would roll instead, you roll combat. So anything you're doing... Whether it's I take the guy's axe and try and force his arm so that he cuts himself with it, or simply I swing my sword at him, it's the same roll. So 
we were having a blast coming up with different uh, things that we that our characters could do in the middle of a fight that would make it more interesting than just I shoot him. It was it was it was really uh, very I interesting. I did it with my sword. Thank you. Next. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. It's 10:30 here on the East Coast. Oh my goodness! So it I is. I didn't mean for yeah. you guys to be up this late, and uh, but I'm still, you know, hey. Well, a few extra yum yums will buy my forgiveness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling there's going to be more than a few uh, in the very near future for everybody, so far as this is concerned. No, if no, not, just me. I mean, all right. There's going to be a story gimmick uh, included too. That's going to. Perfect, <laughs> we, we find a giant bag of yum yums and we have to share them out. Well, well, It'll be well, great. Well thank done. you thank for you, thank you for not hoarding them. Guys. <laughs> no, I've yes. gotten better about that. Excellent. Kind of. <laughs> Everybody uh so uh, wait a minute. It's two weeks from now is October thirty first. Is that Halloween? Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna really? be around that evening. <laughs> so we I'm sorry, what? You. Oh, I was saying uh, we're 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 not going to be around that evening. <laughs> okay. Do we want to shoot for another? Come on, calendar. Where are you? Oh, over there. Do we want to shoot for a different uh, a different Wednesday? Uh. Is he going to throw our whole schedule up? I mean, it's not really the end of the world. No, what's it's okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I do alternate Wednesdays. I do something else, but it's it's yeah. not that big a whoop. It doesn't matter if I if my schedule shifts. I, it's, a, it's a dance class, so I can just, you know, right. go um, twice, in, two weeks in a running, and and then get back on track. So. Okay. So, Andros, you you're not going to be able to make the thirty first. I don't think we'll be back by seven now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Are you going to go to a parade? Are you in a no, parade? No, we 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 we've got permission to uh, use a, some, a friend's children as protective camouflage to go tr- <laughs> trick or treating. Oh, what fun! <laughs> Excellent. <Nice. laughs> protective. People camouflage. begin to suspect when you shove the kids out the way and hand your pillowcases over. <laughs> Think they might, or you pick the kids up, turn them upside down, dump them into your bag. <laughs> yeah, hide in the shrubs and just shake down all the kids as they go past. <laughs> Give me all your candy and no one gets hurt. What are you going to dress up as? Can you tell? Or is it a secret? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Erica and I are both being vampires. I'm going to be dressed all in black and she's going to be dressed all in white or ivory. Ooh. Nice. So you're going as honest to God vampires, not the sparkly variety that deserves to be shot. <laughs> yes, yes. I, think I appreciate that. Oh, tell us what you really think. I can't stand I, I have made no I have made no attempt to hide what I think of that god awful series I'll have a wonderful time okay well I should have photos so we'll see excellent look forward to seeing them yes Erica will definitely put them up on her Facebook and we need a big old picture of all the loot that you collect I mean swag no I mean candy no (laughs) loot is the proper term for this yum yums yes yum yums tis the season shall we shoot for November 7th okay is that good uh, with the... That should work. I think so. Okay. All right. November 7th it is. And uh, if anybody can't make it or things change or whatever, obviously email, give a call, that kind of thing. Yep. But in the meantime, that's the next time we'll get together to try for some more Leopard Women of Venus. Hooray! Hooray. Okay. Thank you all very, very much. 
Um, You're welcome. Stay safe. Stay warm because it's cooling off. Mm. It's and, lovely. And uh, thanks to everybody that's listening. Uh, we're going to get back together on November 7th. So until then, thanks again. Okay. And, and see you then. See you then. Bye. Take care, everyone. Hey, see you everybody. Take it easy. Bye. 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 Oh, there it is. The red button. No, don't push the red button. The red button. <laughs> the big red candy colored button. You know what's funny? It didn't work. <laughs>